Hey, dude. Hey, Greg. 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 <gasps> what, dude? What the hell, man? You can't hear me calling your name? No, man. I got the heavies on. Oh, you got the heavies on? I heard about those things, man. Those those new headphones engineered for metalheads with two frequency ranges and four drivers lets you hear metal the way it's meant to be heard. Oh, dude, can you imagine the nasty breakdowns on those things? Go to heavies.com and get you a pair, and make sure and tell them the dude sent you. Hey, dude. What's up, man? Nothing much. Just chilling this weekend. Who do we have in today? Oh, man, it's been a while since we've been in this room, it feels like. Yeah, it has. We got the San Antonio legend. Okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, Rob's Metalworks himself. Yeah. What's up, man? Say what's up. Hey, thank you so much for having me, guys. I'm glad to be here. Thank, thank you. Thank you for showing up. I love that, to dude. talk about heavy metal music. Oh, yes, well, sir. it's an honor to have you, and it's going to be a blast, dude. Let's get into it. Oh, I'm, getting, right. I'm getting excited right now, man. Fuck yeah. <laughs> So I don't even know where to start. Well, I I don't really like. Oh, you asked earlier. Like, there's. Well, you're you're asking a second ago. Like, how long y'all been doing the podcast? And oh, it was my uncle was asking if I do my research and stuff. I was like, no, we just kind of go off the cuff. So I don't really know. I guess let's just start with your fucking story, bro. You're San Antonio yeah. born and raised. Yeah, Puro uh, San Antonio. Puro San Antonio. <laughs> I like it, man. Um, you know, <clears throat> I I grew up uh, actually near Calabria and Callahan. Uh-huh. In the Westway Apartments, and uh, I lived well, there no, I basically my whole childhood. And then uh, I have an older brother who's uh, was into rock, so he's and he's like seven years older than me. So when I was like seven or ten ish, he was jamming Priest and Meatloaf and Montrose and Triumph and uh-huh. you know all these bands. Uh, so I got you know acclimated to rock music really early on. As a kid. Yeah. And then, of course, when I was in middle school, uh, Metallica started breaking out nationally, and and that was it, you know? I was lucky because I was one of the first people at Ross Middle School in seventh (laughs) grade, and I had this friend of mine. His name was Gabriel. Gabriel. And he actually lived a little bit further down Culebra, and one day he was like, hey, Rob, you want to come smoke out at my house after school? I'm like, yeah, dude, let's go. So this dude uh, had an older brother. And uh, I think his name was George, I think. But George was in a, in a band, a metal band, and they were called Wicked Impact. Uh-huh. And George looked like really cool because he had like this long curly hair, and he was always always kind of well dressed. Had the the metal look with the tight jeans and the the high tops and everything. And so we were in this room smoking, and, and the brother comes in. He says, "Check this out, guys!" And he had a cassette of Ride the Lightning, Fuck. and he threw it on. And he played uh, "For Whom the Bell Tolls" for us. Yeah. And that was it. I remember going home after that day and thinking. Metallica, Metallica, Metallica. That's all I was thinking. And so, you know, back then, if you wanted any news or anything, you had to get a magazine. Yep. 
uh, to find out about these bands or a yeah. friend like yeah an older guy he well, knew about them me and me and this guy everybody it's been a while since Jason's been in here with us but we got the the great graybone well the reason why I'm and, and here. he tells us all the time like well back then you kids don't know shit like you didn't like there was no internet and stuff well, you know you had to hear about this through your friends and yeah. hallways or yeah. well dude I could go on for now magazines first of all the reason why I'm here is because Rob's here Sorry for anybody. Um, the thing is, man, like, exactly, like, even with the Metallica thing, it was literally a house down. Went over there on a, it was an afternoon time. And, in fact, this is really weird. There was a dude, I don't want to, there, there's names, but he was playing bass along to, it was actually um, Pulling Teeth Anesthesia. And I was like, holy smoke, dude. And then I mean, he's like, dude, this is a bass. And, of course, after that was Whiplash. And this is when the album was first um, released or whatnot. I was even, whoosh, when you said seventh grade, I think I wasn't even quite in sixth grade yet. And so, yeah, it took off. And a lot of that, where I think stems down to, is like it kind of jumps back into, the, you know, those documentaries on thrash metal music, is that San Antonio, we all know, with the cool fucking Joe Anthony and stuff, you're like, I mean, no bullshit, kind of like a Joe Anthony dude, straight up. Yeah. That's fucking rock and roll. I, I could say it's modern, modern. almost like a modern day. You fuck yeah, dude. Modern day, modern day. What? How long well, have you been doing it? How long you been fucking doing it? You've been doing it. Okay, like a while. Joe Anthony's not around. Well, I know that. So I'm just, I'm just not, talking about Rob, you know, dude. No, it's, I agree. I, I'm I'm agreeing with with the comparison. Yeah, yeah. And it's like even like not too long ago. I remember not fucking. This is kind of off subject, but not really. It's not not too long ago. Yeah, we told you that. Yeah, we're the same age. We are my older brother, so me and him kind of have a little bit of back and forth banter. Sometimes, um, not so meant to be. I remember not too long ago, and <laughs> this is kind. Love. This is kind of on subject. Um, it was a while back, about four years ago, actually. Me and a buddy of mine were getting hammered at what's that, uh, 007 or whatever it was, and fucking it was in the daytime, and they had a current magazine there, and right on the cover said, um, uh, San Antonio, the city, or you know what I mean, the heavy, heavy metal, metal capital. capital yeah, yeah, totally, and. They threw all these old names in there, like fucking. Um, this was what's really cool too. Um, holy moly, man! I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Juggernaut. Mm-hmm. The dude, one of the dudes used to work over there at um, right here, Mercado Mall at Hastings or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That dude. It, that was just how it was, old school. My grandmother actually went in there one day to get me the King Diamond album, his first solo album. <laughs> I, I wasn't there, dude. This is killer, man. My grandma. This is a funny story, dude. She was buying me a cool gift, man. I was at home or something. I did cool on my math test. What, no, what, that's bullshit. I didn't do cool on my math was test. Was grandma already like like <laughs> how I remember her from like. Grandma's like, always. Been but, like but like the gray hair grandma, or she always. still have her dark hair? It was probably grayish brown. Okay, because there's I, I only know because of pictures, but it, de- it depends. When my she grandma looked the same ever since like she looked like eighty nine up until she died in in, in she was a, she was a skinny, the exact same. She was like, skinny it's weird. Old, she's a skinny old lady that looks like the girl from Golden Girls, the skinnier one. And so she I don't know. It depends how she got her hair did that time. But anyways, <laughs> I was fucking chilling at home, dude, or whatever it was, and um. And she was going to the mall, and Jason went, and I was like, oh, can you go to the mall and get uh, um, King Diamond's, um, just ask for King Diamond, they'll know what you're talking about, Fatal Portrait or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool, man. She came in, you know, later, <laughs> and had a fucking Juggernaut shirt, a Juggernaut <coughs> tape, and something else. And I was like, wow, where'd you get that? From that dude there, right? She goes, yeah. 
He said, who are you getting this tape for? He said, here, your grandson must really dig this. You that's know, but fucking badass. That though, is dude. super that's, fucking badass. That's dude. metal. That's old school. He was like, he, 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 that guy saw an opportunity and he yeah. seized it. And he's like, this lady obviously doesn't know fucking King Diamond. Whoever she's buying this shit. She oh, knew, my grandson. You know what? She did know. He King. was like, you know what? Give him this. Hey. He'll think it's cool. And, whether you liked it or not, you you're telling what? the story now, you know and you what? have forever, so you know, that's fucking cool. You know what? I can say this, man. Bull, Grandma knew who King Diamond was. She remember that fucking face, dude. <laughs> Upside down cross, dude, man. She knew who he was. Well, Trust yeah, me. that's a... It's, <laughs> for she I did. guess parents, that's a memorable Anyways, face. Anyways, it, it's Rob's here, man. I know, go on. It's not the fucking Jason show, dude. Come on. All right. All right. I got Rob. edit buttons. What was the question again? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Metallica Ride the Lightning, I had to top you with Kill Em All. That's right. So, uh, you know, um, I was always a metal fan all the way up through... Uh, high school, and then um, the only time I ever lived out of San Antonio was when I did my undergraduate work, and I went to, I moved to Waco, and I went to Baylor University, yeah, and uh, lived there. And all the whole time I was in Waco, I still listened to metal, and of course, you know, I was able to stay connected with what was happening nationally. Yeah, and I remember at that time, um, you know, we're talking like early nineties. 90, 91, 92, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, all the big metal bands that were making a splash were from New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you had bands like, well, you know, Propane and Typo Negative, Life right. of Agony. Well, at that time, too, well, maybe not. This might have been a little prior, but wasn't the Florida death metal kind of coming up at that time, too? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. And uh, But I know what you're talking about as far as the East yeah. Coast. Like, those, but the, what I'm saying the is metal that and stuff. I, those I, I are my favorite bands. Right. Yeah. From New York. Right, right. No, I, I get what you're saying. And I don't know if you guys recall or not, but have you ever watched like any old episodes of Rob's? Um, back in the day, I think up until maybe 2000, I don't know, maybe 2005 or six, I would always wear a, a, a New York Yankees hat. Mm-hmm. Um, and for many years, it became a kind of like a staple of our show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always, people always used to ask me, are you a baseball fan? You love the Yankees? I'm like, no, I, I don't even watch baseball. I said, I wear this cap just to kind of as an homage to all the New York metal that I loved, uh-huh. you know, that I really, really enjoyed. Um, so what were your, some of your, like, I know like, you named a few. Life of Agony was like a big, big favorite of mine. Okay. They still are. They're still training out great records. Um, I love Life of Agony, and of course, you know, Typo Negative. And right. I love Propane. Uh, of course, the guys from Sick of It All are great. So, you know, so many killer bands. And when I came back to San Antonio after I graduated, I got back into the scene here, and I was going to shows at the Showcase Theater. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, checking out What is bands. that place now? I don't know. I was there not too long ago. It's I like don't know. it's all broken down to like a fucking. There's like a. I think I was in a Dollar General or something. I think but that's the one that I've asked about before. There's a couple of venues that he always talks about. The that showcase like, was the showcase, and, and I don't know what they are. There was another one. Um, I'm a little younger. I'm 36, so um, I think it's called DMZ. Yeah, the DMZ. I don't remember. The DMZ was like, what are those places now? That's like Southside. Like the DMZ, they're not venues or anything anymore. The DMZ was about as big as this room. Yeah, it was just a room. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, it was like totally underground. But these are these are like inactive places now. Yeah, not they, doing they don't anything. exist anymore. Well, show wise. Yeah, they don't music wise. I mean, I don't even think the name exists. Right? Yeah. No, 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 no
Um, what's the other one that you always talk about? Well, there was a showcase and then sneakers. Sneakers. Yeah, there was sneakers. That's that became the Odyssey. And that's when Soulfly played with Hatebreed and and uh, yeah, Neurosis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Know. I went to that show. It was the first Soulfly Even, one, uh, right? It was still uh, Sneakers. Medieval then, Knights though, was right there, too. Medieval Knights, yeah. Anyways, that that old on, Sneakers was really cool. Sneakers was interesting because I, you know, that place has been around a long time. Our parents' age, they used to yeah. hang out there back in the day. And then I went there for shows. One of the first shows I've ever seen there, killer fucking show, was uh, Danzig. And um, it was really badass, man. A band went on there. No one knew who they were. Well, I didn't. And it was White, uh, White Zombie opening up for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, Did you go to that one? No. Dude, it was fucking bad as fuck, dude. And um, and then later on, we would go, because it was like a rock club. We would go shoot pool and fucking get loaded and shit. And it was kind of cool watching people, I guess, dance. The fucking, like, Allison Chains and shit yeah, like that. Yeah. A bunch of stripper chicks and shit. It was, it was fun. <laughs> but the showcase, like, show-wise, was... Um, Slayer was there in '88, the South of Heaven yeah, tour. Did you go to that Angel one? Angel there. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Um, Typo Negative there. Whoa. When did you yeah. leave San Antonio? '89. Oh, yeah, okay. I came back in '93. Oh, okay. holy smokes! So yeah. Did, did you go to some of those ones that he was just saying, like, no. or was that before? Well, okay? There that was probably during that time when I was not in town. There weren't really. Did you see like those tours where you were, or were you not in like? Do, nah, you're they too didn't busy. stop in Waco. Did Waco you see the battle? Oh, you're in Waco. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's stop right. In Waco. What would the, be the, the battle? Slayer versus Slayer. Yeah. Were you there? No, I was not th- at that show. That's how this. Um, that was remember much earlier. I was telling though. you how the conversation came up one day. With, that was uh, much earlier, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah that yeah. was eighty yeah. three. Yeah. It was like eighty three. It was yeah, like eighty four, I believe, or some bullshit like that. I could. I don't think my mom would have let me go. Exactly. There. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Okay. That's, that's exactly. What I was about to say. That right. was the, that was why because you're his age. So yeah, I mean, that's that's I can gauge. One of the stuff. most iconic shows that I think I ever went to was in eighty five, and I was like fourteen. And the only way I knew about this show and was going to go is because I had a friend who was older than me, a little older, yeah. like not a lot older. So he was probably like 18 or 17. And it was the that was the year that Metallica was touring for Ride the Lightning. Ooh. And they played three nights in San Antonio. I remember that. Wow. I had yeah. the shirt. 20, they played yeah, on Christmas it. Eve and Christmas Day. Yeah. And I knew my, my mom was not going to let me go on Christmas Eve because yeah. that's when my family where, was. Yeah. Where was it? Uh, the cameo. cameo, yeah. That's the other venue that. I, what what yeah, is that cameo. now? It's nothing. Well, you know what? I it was a nightclub. I heard this story from him. It's I, nice. I remember this story. It's a nice place. Like well, it's, it's not a venue. It's, it's something. A, it's a building. Yeah, it's a like building. they didn't tear the building down. No, on any of these places. In the no. mid ni- them, in the mid nineties, it was a nightclub, an underground nightclub that I used to go to. The cameo. It was called something else though, but that was the cameo theater. Yeah. Then yeah. There's, yeah. The, then there's so the what, what night did you go to? First, second, or third? The third. The third the night. On Christmas That's Day. fucking bad as shit, dude. That on is Christmas like, Day. Me and my his name was Richard. That's cool, dude. Richard and I went. So we were just talking, and I, we'll get back to 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 your journey. This, this is how the show goes. goes journey, journey, journey. journey. Oh, yeah. We were just talking yeah. to my cousin the other day, yeah. and uh, she well, he, Jason, tell the story. She she they went to Metallica. Basically, what it was, it was this is I didn't get to see Metallica until um, this is a cool story. The Master dude. of Puppets tour in Austin. Because, and it's no uh, bullshit. Some people listening to this might be like, "Oh yeah, right. Those guys are full of shit." No, this is fucking for real. This is cool though. Of course Check this out. Real. Of course it's for real. Anyways, no, me and my cousin, my uncle, and another friend of mine, and someone else, we all went to um, Austin to go because Ozzy couldn't come here. You know, what I mean, he peed on the Alamo and all that stuff. It was during the ultimate May eighth. I had the 
ticket and everything stub. So we cruised to Austin, saw the show. Metallica, that was, of course, that's the main reason we went. And um, it was. Uh, well, that's when Metallica was opening up for. Um, yeah, yeah, the Master of Puppets. This is after the the cameo shit. I'm saw, assuming. Oh right? yeah, this was this was a whole other record. That was yeah, 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 yeah. Like this is like yeah, years yeah. later. This is, yeah. Yeah. This, this is Master of Puppets. Yeah, you yeah. Saw 80, 86, from Master yeah, of Puppets tour. Yeah, I don't know. I get you. They headlined in San Antonio. Metallica headlined in San Antonio for which one? For Master of Puppets. Okay. And I saw that show at yeah. the Majestic. I Theater. missed that oh, one, dude. Because that's Majestic why. Theater. Yeah. Obviously not on an Aussie tour because like you just said, Aussie couldn't come. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which I, to me is better because they play yeah, longer. Absolutely, you know, and, they, and this was set less or this was like eighty. Is no. this before or after the Aussie tour? I don't know. After it was after. It was after. I, I would think it, it would have after. to be. It like, was after. It, like thinking about just like the progression of a band. That was probably no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Basically, you open for Ozzy and then you do a headlining tour after that because you open for Ozzy. Like, well, that, you know, I but you're Metallica, so like it, I, anyway, anyway. I don't think that had anything to do I'm with it. Off subject. I, I don't think that had anything to do with it. Metallica went on tour. Tell the story about Brandy, so well, we can get back to. Well, Robin's the reason why? Story. No, the reason why Metallica went on tour with Ozzy because they did or whatever. And then, of course, when they came here, and that does the age thing, I didn't have, hey, I'm going to go see this show, too. But the Austin thing, you're totally right. It was a big tease. Metallica killed it. My cousin Brandy and my friend George, man, the show went on after Metallica, and she saw them and went and got their autograph, basically, and I forgot about it and got stolen oh, recently. You're telling the fucking story like a lame-o. Well, dude, we got more important okay, things so, to talk about. Yeah, anyway. And she had the autograph. Basically, Cliff Burton fucking signed it, too. That would have been killer, you know, but... Okay, what so he signed the vinyl? The, she got no, it wasn't no, no. vinyl. It was a ticket stub and a piece of paper uh, yeah, that yeah. she had. She... They were walking. Jason's going to correct me, but they were walking, and she saw, I think, Kirk Hammond reached over something and, like, pulled on his hair. No, someone else did. And he looked back and got mad, and then it wasn't Brandy. And then Brandy went up there and met all four of the dudes and talked to him and, like, hugged on him and shit. And then got their autographs with Cliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cliff. And then, then, like, now uh, there's no telling where that fucking thing's at. Like, yeah. it's gone. It's gone. There's there's no cool part to this story to where, yeah. like, oh, we still have it, or she's still, like, no. She's not even a Metallica fan anymore. Yeah, she like, is, like, now, yeah. like, well. Okay, she is, but like, well, old man. Man, you know. Well, no, I'm not a Metallica. No, like, we're it, not going there. Come <laughs> on, man. Anyway, the, the point is, it's, it's gone. It, yeah. it, there's no telling where it's at. I forget about that. It was even taken like around the that summer or whatever yeah. it was. But yeah. anyway, it's gone. It, but it was an amazing show. Yeah. Could you imagine like? With, Cl- with to Cliff st- to still have Cliff, we're talking about with Cliff. Yes, you're yes, looking yes, a couple yes. grand easy, man, for that shit. Anyways, no, 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 I mean, it would it would be on the wall. Yeah, it, it would be on the wall with, with some stuff. of this. I would have yeah. sold it. But, well, you would have. We would have got a Les Paul or something. Yeah, like that. I, I no, sold, no, no. dude. I got a fucking um, uh, Gibson you, a Gibson Flying B for a signed Slayer Live Undead. Not exactly, but I traded that. Yeah, I had the with live Jeff and, and all four of them, Dave Lombardo yeah. and shit, and all that. Yeah. Anyways, it's, tell your story, bro. Yeah. So you, you leave. We're gonna get off a lot. You leave. You come back in the early nineties. Yeah, I came back. And in then what are you doing? You you finished so, school and, and yeah, you, I graduated from school. Okay, and I came back and yeah. um, uh, you know, I just started living. You know, you know, I had my own apartment and I had a job and. I started what were you doing? Shows. What'd you go to school for again? Business. I have business degrees. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, I started uh, working and just living on my own, mm-hmm. and uh, started going to shows. And then I just had my degrees in marketing, so I'm like, you know, I gotta do something to help these promote these bands and these shows and the scene. And I remember that I, the only the only way I could I thought about doing it was either I could do something like a literary magazine or 
public access TV. Mm-hmm. And I just always thought that the Keep TV Keep in mind route, for a lot of these people listening, this is pre-internet. Way, yeah, this is way before internet. Before internet. Any of that shit yeah. was even a thought. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? So that's all you... I think we're about two years public away. Public access was like the... the <clears throat> it was the medium. Or if you can maybe do like a... Did they have like... Maybe like, I guess like college radio? Yeah, 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 that college radio. You know what I mean? You could have done, maybe done yeah. something like that. Yeah. Got in. But you weren't going to the college, so like how... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so maybe not. I remember I had to, when I decided to do public access, when I had my first meeting with the with the public access people, they were like, okay, Rob, they, they actually sat, sat me down in a room. And the director guy, he was, a, he, it was a black dude and a white dude. And the black dude was like the main boss. And the white uh-huh. dude was just kind of like the coordinator. And so I told him, I said, I want to do a, a TV show where I promote San Antonio Metal and talk about this, talk about that, and do interviews. And, and they were like, sounds great. Sounds great. I said, I already have a name. And they were like, okay, all you have to do is just follow these rules. And well, uh, and then you can do it. You can almost... Wow. Wasn't, like, the thing you can almost do anything on public access? Uh, not really. I mean, you could I mean, not... There's, there's well, guidelines. Yeah, there's guidelines. You couldn't could, do anything. Like, you couldn't, you couldn't you know, like... You can't put my dick out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, no, it, it, it's TV. So, But yeah. as long as it's within, like, the parameters of... Yeah, for example... But, like, but anyone could have had their you show. You couldn't monetize anything you were doing. I went, to, sc- I went doing. to school with some kids who had a skating show on public yeah. access. You can't... I couldn't go on there and say, oh, buy this t-shirt. Right. Or, or go here and buy tickets to the right, show. Right, I right, couldn't, I couldn't capitalize on anything that had to do with money. you got to be very careful about that. So you couldn't that. sell your... I couldn't, you sell, couldn't sell merch, like your your stuff. Like, I could, yeah, I buy a Rob's Metal yeah, exactly. shirt. Exactly. I couldn't sell tickets. I couldn't do anything. But ah, but could you be clever about it and have like a sign in the back? You and probably like, you could. Know what I mean? You probably shirt could. on the wall with five dollars sign on it. Like, there was, could there you do something like that? That'd be cool. <laughs> and then I remember they said you have to you have to turn in four episodes in advance. Okay. And I remember back when we started, uh, we were running a thirty minute episode every week. Question. I want to. I want to. Your. Sure. I want to. I want to slow you down for a second. Sure. Actually. Sure. Um, before we got to all this parts where you're like, I know you. You said you came back and you're going to shows and you like. You wanted to do something for the scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, Jason, I do. Give me one second though. Um, what made you want to do the type of show? Like what? Did you have any other ideas bouncing around on the fucking the brainstorm tree, or was it just like I'm gonna do a show where I'm gonna record shows and put it out there, or yeah. was there, you know what I mean? Like, did you instantly click on like because you already said I had a name picked out? Like, was there any other like ideas bouncing around? Was it just straight up this is what we're doing and this is what we as the public were seeing? Yeah. You know um, what I mean? Was it that that it quick was and that easy? Quick. Yeah, it was pretty quick and that easy. The, the main, see, the main scope of what I wanted to do before I thought about how I'm going to do it is the scope was I just want to promote heavy metal as a true artistic art form. Right. Yeah. You know, because, you know, when people think about metal, even today, there's a stigma about metalheads, you know, or people yeah. that, that listen to metal like they're not educated or they're just a bunch of dummy dummies, you know. And, yeah. And they, they, you know. And you're talking about what year again when um, the, you're saying 93-ish, right? When yeah, you're doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not, in 93 is when I came back. I didn't start that's when you're formulating the, the show until um, like yeah. 95 and then I started the show in 96, working on the show. Like you guys, you said, you know, you worked a little bit. And then we didn't air our first episode till 97. 
Oh, so okay. for like a wow. whole year before we so you actually put in some aired, actual work before yeah, like have, anyone actually. Well, like I told you, they well, wanted okay. four episodes in yeah. advance. You put in some work until somebody might have been able to see it. Not even before. I, not to knock you, but how many people probably saw your first aired episode? You know what I mean? See, and that's a like thing like at that time. Maybe now, but I mean at that time, how many people saw that when it aired? Like you know what I mean? I, so so you put in some work before you even thought about people who were able to be able to see this if they were going to even listen, see it. You well, know, see you know that I mean? was that was the reason that there was that lag time. Mm-hmm. Just because you know we fought, we started airing in '97, I was already promoting Robs in '96. Yep. Promoting it, it okay, weeks okay. in advance. This, okay, when I would go on. to a show, dude, remember I, back I, in the day, I, I never slow myself you. down because I'm I'm almost on that brink of that that generation of instantaneous. Of I forgot there is. Yeah. I was about I to say how much of that wait time was right. like um, you being ready, but like getting it out and doing it and making it and creating it and giving it to them and letting them do it. And it's not like fucking a click of a button and mm-hmm. like. Ten minutes of upload time later is let me, out. Let me like, share you know something I mean? with. Let me share something with you. So I like that. That's been. It's very important, and you know, it's not. I mean, it's just as important today. But back then, it was. It was vital for the success of our program. Mm. Uh, and I used to tell my guys this all the time. My crew, I would say, "Look, we can we can interview fucking James Hetfield." I said, "But if nobody watches it, what the fuck do we do it for?" Yeah. Wow. Okay. Marketing. And even today, I'm very strategic with what I do in the marketing of our show and how I promote. Like today, remember I said, I don't know who got the email about the message, about the flyer. Okay, so I said, hey, you know, I didn't see one of these for us. So I got in my mind, in my, see, I was thinking in my mind that you work like me. You, you're promoting uh, the airing of the, of the actual episode, right? Right. I start promoting the fact that I'm even just going to interview these guys. Well, I noticed because you, you you already made a post confirming, like, hey, I was confirmed yeah. to be on this show. Yeah, so I'm promoting and, and that. I, can I tell you something, too? Sure. I'm listening to sure. you. I don't know if you're paying attention. To, of course I am. Like me. I'm listening to you. I'm soaking all this up because I'm learning from not only my mistakes, but your stories right now. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm going to... I'm gonna probably you use should. this later. Because the, mar- the, the marketing part the is the most the important road. part. Because you have to be able well, to. Like you said, and you know what some guys do? They why take, do it if nobody's gonna hear it? They take. Like, then you have to. Be, but like I said, I use the word strategic, and that means you have to be very careful with your timing too. Because yep. there's some guys who do who, who are doing what I'm what I'm exactly outlining for you, but they do it too much. Mm-hmm. You know, they and they cannibalize their own fucking marketing. Yep. Like, for example, this is an example. Uh, and sometimes, too, if you oversaturate your marketing in the in whatever medium you're using, social media or whatever, you know, it could also start turning people off. Yes. Okay? So that's what I'm saying. You got to be I very careful. I saw that personally when I first started the podcast yeah. by like multiple posts every single day yeah. five times a day and then like after about a month and a half i already noticed that there was like drop off like it yeah, picked up and then it dropped you. off they got tired of hearing like my my own friends that like got tired of hearing seeing were unfriending the like the podcast pages and stuff you and know i mean? think too part of the of the way that i wanted to present represent metal in this very you know artistic form was I knew that one of the parts that was going to play into that was how I also portrayed and communicated about 
heavy metal. So, for example, even now, like, anytime I release an interview, you'll see my post. Mm-hmm. And my post is, like, three paragraphs long. I actually write, a, like, an executive summary of this interview that I'm just about to show you. And if you read, if you read my post, it's, a very, it's very well articulately written. I mean, and that's one of the ways that people realize it. Oh, this guy... This guy knows what the fuck... He not only knows what the fuck he's talking about, he knows how to fucking communicate it to people. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely where we're... That's the main thing. And it is so neat, like, you like know, you're that. passionate about like it, that. you love it, and all that. And even at the moment here, when you're talking about heavy metal and, you know, there's always been that, you know, say the Elvis and this and that. We were at the age, and a lot of um, younger people, pro- well, of course, they're not going to remember this, the whole Tipper Gore and Al Gore thing, yeah. to where this was some serious the shit. PRMC stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There was some serious stuff to where, you know, they threw, unfortunately, suicide, which is terrible. And then, you know, the Ozzy, the devil worshiping thing. So it mm-hmm. was something that, like you and I both, going to school. Um, I never forget it, the metal up your ass t-shirt. Oh, you better turn that inside out, which I understand. That's a knife with a fucking, you know, knife coming out of a toilet. I, but, got, I got told to turn a Beavis and Butthead shirt inside out in school one time. Well, oh, there, were, there were... I mean, this is like 20 years later, maybe, burning, but it's just... They were burning I don't know, shit up. think of that. Sorry. But and seriously, on a, <laughs> on a serious note, though, I dig where you're coming from because it was kind of... I mean, it's like everything else. You're a stoner, you're this, you skate, you're that, you're an underachiever. You know, I I went to eighth grade, two years, whatever it may be. But that was the bullshit. Like, dude, I can tell you fucking seriously. I remember being in class or whatever and being paired up with the, you know, the lab, the science team or whatnot. Someone I normally didn't talk to because I didn't go to school. And I remember being there and they're like, well, but they knew who I was, though. And they're like, you know, Jason's actually pretty smart. Mm -hmm. And, And, you know, and serious fucking shit. I was like, okay. Because I smoke pot and wear a fucking Slayer shirt, you would assume that I wouldn't be intelligent. And that, in a, in a strange way, that does kind of fucking annoy you. you yeah, know? Even if you are 15 yep. or not, it's like, hey, fuck you, you know what I mean? But that was um, metal. Even later on, it was really funny with heavy metal or whoever wants to judge it. Um, when my brother was going to um, Northwest Vista and he was taking a music appreciation class or whatnot, and there was some kid in there. That made a comment. We're musicians, also, by the way. I'm not sure if you play as well. No, nothing. Mm-mm. Oh, dude, you okay? I know you play something. Anyways, so someone was ragging on metal, and I said, "Dude, did they realize that? I guess you could say heavy metal guitar players are some of the best fucking guitar players ever walked the earth. You know what I mean? It's just if you want to say metal gets a bad rap, I guess it maybe could have at one time, or you know." You know what I mean? You you're wearing black. You have tattoos. You know, wearing a black shirt. You're right. You know it, dude. We could talk about metal forever, dude. You know what I mean? Um, it's we, definitely being more accepted. I mean, look at um, the Netflix special that has those kids. In, oh, it's and, cool. I man. mean, it's definitely accepted. Oh my god, look, Metallica. My is, daughter knows metal bands. You know because sure. it's accepted. Wade's daughter knows. And you know band. what really also helped a lot too. Was all the Guitar Hero stuff? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. That was like huge. I remember I had little nieces and nephews like, oh yeah. And I said, how do you know about Toxicity? They're like, oh, it's on my game. I um, love that my, game my when I was game. growing up, man. I mean, I was a little Hero. older already, but like yeah. I, I played music. But I, I, get, I know what you're already getting at. I just walked in yeah. the room, but I already know what you're saying. But that game was huge for me. But 
it got my friends that didn't know because I got a lot of friends that don't know about rock and metal and, right. and or even play music, but it got all them over there playing and fucking singing the songs and shit. You know what I mean? Like kind of like your your nieces and shit. And then, and then once you once you get turned on to a particular song. Then you go back and start doing the research and the history and say, oh, I want to pick up this record, too. Mm-hmm. I yeah. what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Rob, you mind if I have a few questions for yourself? No, go ahead. All right. You know, growing up and, like, especially, you know, when you were mentioning, like, Judas Priest and, like, Maiden and all that, um, you know, we are the same age. Just, um, it, this is a segment that we call. It's just now starting. Just a moment with Jay Thrasher. Oh, whatever, Jay Thrasher. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh all you want. Anyway, should play some like really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we, yeah. we fuck with him way too much, but you know what? Fuck it, he deserves it. Uh, whatever. Go man. on. I want to hear what you got. Uh, anyways, yeah, cool. I don't know if you're ready for it. So, anyways, I'm ready for your jelly, baby. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, so, you know, with the Judas Priest thing, I have a question for you. Only metal dudes, metal. I've key. interviewed Judas Priest a couple times. Oh, he's trying to quiz you to see oh. how metal you are. That's what okay. this is. No, it's not about how metal you are. It's only power what... hour quiz hour no, with Jay Thrasher. It's not a fucking quiz. It's about metal dudes. Maiden or Priest, man? Priest. Oh yeah. See. Any day. Okay. Yes. Dude, I got it. You're the For fuck. sure. Oh my god. I don't matter because I don't like Maiden, but I like, whatever. I, I like Maiden. I'm I love Maiden. I'm not a fanatic about Maiden like some people are. Dude, Priest. Uh, yeah. All the way. Priest See, all the way. Okay. All the way. Okay, look. Let me let me. What just, do you mean, Maiden or Priest? Wait, just hold on. No, hold on. Well, I, uh, okay. I know that's a question among uh, metalheads. Oh, exactly. But, uh, but no, I, I, Jason, you're talking to your brother. Uh, yeah. I, I grew up with this question because of you, you fucking prick. Yeah. Dude. And you know what? It I, shouldn't be a question. It's Priest. All the way. Iron Maiden a couple of times, too. Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Basically, what? Oh God, I got okay. so much stuff that we yeah. got to get to with you because you've done not only my heroes but your you heroes. Yeah. The cool guys are. Yeah. And, and, okay. Not that that's not. Cool, oh, no, but, no. Yeah. Hold on. I don't. Uh, we're gonna get to it. We're gonna yeah. get to it because you don't always meet your heroes, dude. I no. know. We're no. Gonna, but we're gonna get to it. Okay. I, 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 we will. Hold on. Let him. Hold on. A All moment right. with Jay Thrash. All right, we're gonna have to stop it, man. All segment. right, we're gonna have to do probably like a part two, three, and four. So that Dude, that I'd love hold to have on, you back again. That Judas, the Judas. Now Priest, I know where you're at. The Judas Priest, <laughs> yes, the Judas sir. Priest Maiden thing. That's kind of like a secret code, like how they did on what was it, Airheads, is Lemmy God or whatever there is. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I'm a, Maiden, I'm a Maiden fan. I love Maiden. We all know, dude, I, Dave Murray and Adrian Smith. You know, Honestly, when it goes mm-hmm. to Maiden, I'm more, okay, we can even dig deeper. Paul Diano or Bruce Dickinson? Uh, Bruce Dickinson. Oh, I'm more Paul Diano killers, man. More, I, I, love, I love Paul Diano, but, you know, you just can't. I think, I think the only reason that Bruce Dickinson wins is because He's just been around so much longer, and he has so many other. He has so many more good records under his belt. Obviously, Paul Diano. That's actually a trick question. It's one of those things too. But I choose. Okay. They all are. They all, right. all are. Yeah, trick I, I know that. But the Maiden Priest thing, almost. Er- Ooh, that's a hard one because I know people that are diehard Maiden. Yeah. I mean, I know Maiden. I. <coughs> I kind of lost touch of not touch of whether Maiden. After, What's your favorite Priest after album? Power Slave? Stained Glass. That's a, a that's brilliant a great one. It's a lovely Stain one. Stained class. Great Stain, one. I think it came out in 1980 or What's your favorite Priest album, uh, Jay Thrasher? Actually, yeah. Oh, hold on. I just I, I just got a new uh, um, oh man a new a new angle on this segment here. My favorite. Priest. I can go back and forth. Yeah, and I like it. What's your What's your favorite Priest album, Jason? If I had to choose one, it would be Sad Wings. Mm, okay. 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 
a good one. What's your That's favorite Maiden one? album? Uh, if I had to choose one, it'd be probably Killers. Okay. What do you got, Rob? Power Slave. <laughs> yeah. I'm having too much fun. Okay, I don't want to do this right. very long. Hey, we're not even done yet, dude. We're going to have to do part four and five. <laughs> this is another big question for um, fellow metal dudes. And and, oh, and this dude. is this is like a pre... This is awesome. Yeah, it's great. I love it. This is like a pre... A pre a pre blown thing like how Dime would do it. Dimebonics. Dimebonics. Okay. So what you're going here? So obviously we got the transition between the priest and the maiden and stuff like that, and it became now you had the thrash bands. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. Um, we have Rob. Uh, we're gonna talk. Okay, you got your your big four who yep. th- they throw Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, and Anthrax. Right. Yep. If you had to choose between say those four, who would be your favorite? Of the four, of the big four, who's my favorite? Yeah, if you had oh, to pick one, Metallica. Okay, all right, for sure. If you had to choose between the two, this is kind of like a maiden priest. What about thing. you, Jay Thrasher? Um, I that's a hard one. It is. We're not going there yet. I'm asking <laughs> Rob. Okay, this is kind of like the priest maiden thing. Anthrax or Megadeth? Megadeth by far. Oh, dude, I'm Anthrax all by the way. By far. And dude. you claim to be New York hardcore? No, I mean, I, lo- I love I love Anthrax, don't get me wrong, but if you're comparing Anthrax to Megadeth. Okay, for, for, okay well, even. I'll, I'll take it a little it. deeper oh, I like than this. that. I like this. Yeah, I'll I like take it a, a little deeper than that. The reason is, I mean, Dave Mustaine is Megadeth. Yes. Okay, and Dave Mustaine, Hello, me. to me, <laughs> he is like the godfather of it all. Okay. He's above Hetfield and above <gasps> all the other big I, No, no, bands. you're not yeah. the only one on this side of the river, so yeah. I want I like it. Yes, because... He is, dude. There's no denying it, dude. Because... Dude, he's bad. Mustaine's he, fucking bad, I love dude. Kirk Hammett, too. Hello, I love me. Kirk Hammett a lot. But even Kirk looked up to Mustaine yeah. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then, yeah. and then Mustaine influenced all those dudes. He influenced Hetfield, Kerry King. Well, they gave him that Get Thrash dudes. thing. That was, um, see, we could totally go on for it ever, ever. Get Thrash, I thought, was the most ultimate motherfucking documentary on thrash metal music that it couldn't, you can't top it. The Did Sam you see Dunn. the new one, the Murder in the Front Row? I thought yeah, Get Thrash was I didn't way like better. It as much. Get Thrash, um, the Murder. It, I'm it, sorry, it, it was good. good. It was from another perspective. You know though. the guy from Get Thrashed, the director Sam of Get Thrashed. No. Right? No. no. His name's Rick Ernst. No. Yes. Okay. Who? Rick Ernst, and then the drummer from Overkill. I'm not going to argue with Rob. Uh, I'm not did <laughs> Get Thrashed. They did. Okay. Those are the two dudes. I that thought got, Sam. Yeah, Dunn that's right. It was a drummer one. Huh? It was a drummer guy. Yeah. It was he, a drummer from Overkill. Yeah. I forget his name. I should know him. Rat. Steps on my Rat Skates. Yeah. Rat Skates. So they did get thrashed, okay. But the thing about get thrashed was it was a holistic view on thrash. So whether you were from New York or San Francisco, they, they, or that was fucking L.A. or whatever. Even the um the what do you call it the hidden bonus things yeah. on get thrashed that was fucking killer. The get murder in the really front row, though. murder in the front row is just about San Bay Francisco. Area yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So okay. and I get that. No, and yeah. I, to- I totally get that. Yeah. I know the difference. Yeah. Okay, now but we- I, I I really like when when you when you don't look at that and you look at like the um, how can I word this? Like I feel like on get thrashed, there were even though it's a broader. Like wider scope. Oh, fucking! They dig deep, man. It, they yes, they really, really like. I'm you not can't saying, top I'm it, not man. saying the murder in front row didn't do their research and do their their work and prove that, but like, 
It's really in depth. You know the, the only thing thrash. I didn't and like? And I like that a lot. And you know like, what? Let, let me tell you a little footnote on the Get Thrash related to San Antonio. Because almost everything in the Get Thrash is in the Murder in the Front Row. The, but a little more focus on, yeah, obviously, the Bay, the Bay, the Bay Area. The Bay Area. And I, get, I totally get that. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. So, um, Rob? Huh? So, back at that time when Get Thrash came out, there's a, there's a there's a film festival in San Antonio. I don't know if it still happens or not. It's called the San Antonio Underground Film Festival. And Get Thrashed was part of the festival that year. Well, one day I get a phone call. I kind of remember this. I get a phone call and it's the guy, the director for the Rick. SA No, no. Oh, the, the for director the, for the film festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. His name was Rocha. I forgot his his first name. So Rocha says, "Rob, I'm so-and-so, and I'm, I do the Underground Film Festival here in San Antonio. We're going to have our big celebration, our awarding, and you know, at the Aztec Theater. I said, that's great, man. He goes, dude, I wanted to talk to you because the movie Get Thrashed won first place. Fuck yeah. At yeah. the festival. Yep. And I said, what? I said, that's great. That, that fucking gets me totally stoked, man. It really fucking does, man. I, I love said, it. that's great. I said, what can I do for you? I thought he wanted me to help promote it. He goes, like, well, we got a little problem, and I'm calling to see if you can help. I'm like, okay. He goes, the director, Rick Ernst, we want him to come down here to accept his award. I said, okay. He goes, but he can't afford to fly down here. Mm. I said, okay. (laughs) Yeah. He was like, can you somehow... Sponsor his flight down here, and I'll give you like all access and everything else. And I said, "Let me see what I can do." And I remember I forked out like four hundred bucks to fly him round, take round round trip flight. Uh-huh. He's a very sweet guy. I still am in contact with him. Uh-huh. Fuck yeah, bro! He came down to San Antonio. I remember I picked him up, and I kind of you know we were at the Aztec. We did an interview right in front of the Aztec, talking about his movie. It was great, and then I remember, you know, they they did the filming of the movie. Everybody watched it and loved it, and he accepted his award. That's yeah, awesome. dude, that's yeah. fucking that's killer, badass. man. Yeah. So, you know, I never asked anybody for anything, you know. Yeah. But I remember thinking, you know, just fork out this cash, and you're gonna get a badass interview. No one's ever gonna do this interview with him. Yeah. You know, in San Antonio. Man, dude, that was fucking. That's super cool, dude. And I, you know what? I think, I think, I can't quite remember, but I, I'm pretty sure I did probably like 75% chance that I told him, you can't do any press with anybody else while you're down here. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what I told him. Fuck it. Well, hey, if you, I'm paying your flight now, you, you're not going to press it. This is nothing. an exclusive, motherfucker. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah it, you have to. I mean, for real. Man. That's part of the whole marketing thing too. There, there and, you and go. You, and you've seen when ideas are are brought up to people's attention and they go around and and if you don't state that type of stuff, they'll take it. And that, but that guy Rick Ernst, he's, he's a sweetheart of a guy, very nice. And uh, he was just like, whatever, Rob, whatever you want to do, man, we'll do. And I'm like, all right. You can watch that interview on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. There you I go. have my Yankees hat on. So it's an older one then. It's an older one. There you go. Yeah, because you yeah. don't wear the, you don't wear the hat anymore. No. You don't have it on right now. No, so. I retired it a long time. Uh, okay, okay. Well, shit. I remember when Get Thrash came out. You know, we knew about it. Actually, my son's mama um, 
Her husband told me about it. He's a good, he's an old dude that jammed in the bands and stuff. He was a drummer for Devastation. Louie? Mm-hmm. Louis. Yeah. Great guy, man. So he told me, hey, did you check it out yet? And so we were waiting for it to be released. Long story, I went to um, Hog Wild, and the big dude that was working there, he's like, have you seen it? And he was no bullshit. Jaime? The long-haired one. The long-haired the dude. dude. Yeah. And he was like, they finally gave Dave, Dave Mustaine his props or some shit. And I'm like, okay. Okay, you know, Dave Mustaine. And, uh, what are they? You You're good at yeah, that. Uh, what he's doing. Oh, yeah, okay, I got, before I, before I lose my thoughts, okay. We're, we'll do some <coughs> shit, too, before Oh, yeah, leave. definitely. A lot of people talk about the big four, the big four, and all this good stuff. When the thrash metal scene came out, dude. Okay, so, but, but I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Okay, no. so, at the end of our last conversation, we all agreed Dave Mustaine is God. Oh fuck no, yeah, bro! Dude. Yeah, I'm, dude, not gonna, he, I'm not gonna disagree, but I'm not gonna full on 100 percent agree. Dude, you I don't, don't have to agree. I'm just saying. I don't I hate. I will. I will honestly. It's not res- about liking or, or you know. No, no, no. I, I can 100 percent respect your not only your opinion, but but what you're saying. No, we could talk like about from a musician from a. Um, I, I, well, I'm well, not a fan of Megadeth, but just because I don't like Dave Mustaine's voice, that's well, it. Well, let, let the music's yeah. killer. Let Jay Thrasher once he started tell singing you about a little that. bit, then I'm like, I want somebody on there. Remember how you're saying like, he, he, did, he did earlier, like, hello, me. Yeah, I was just like, fucking like, around, like, though. You know, but, like, like, yeah, but okay. So, well, another thing I didn't know, and, and I'm not surprised by any fucking means whatsoever, but I was watching this other uh, YouTube channel, um... I really like the dude, and I'm not even shouting it out because whatever. But uh, the punk rock NBA, have you ever heard of that guy? Mm-hmm. It's this dude on YouTube. He's super nah, fucking cool. He knows right. his shit, but he's a little bit of a. Lately, he's been. He's not cooler than you. He has. I don't think he's expressing his opinion. I think he's more or less like trolling and trying to get like anyways likes and views. But anyways, um, uh, I didn't know he. I, I saw this on his channel. I didn't know Megadeth did like. Like a crazy, like like super, like industrial album. It wasn't an industrial record. <laughs> You're talking about Risk, and that wasn't an. It's not an no? industrial record. No, Hello, it was the, It's the poorest. I guess they okay. He poorest, showed a video. The poorest and it was, record. It was rough. Yeah, but it was. He was showing. So the video I watched on his channel where he was basically talking about like I think it was like Revolver or Loudwire or Blabbermouth or somebody did like a. Uh, top top. It was the top worst songs from great bands or some shit like that. Mm. Like like super killer badass bands, and these are their shitty songs. Yeah, and and there was a Megadeth on that list. It was like a hundred top hundred, but I never I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that doesn't matter. Like that's not not my knock to ben. Megadeth or Dave Mustaine. Yeah, I I think Dave Mustaine's fucking killer. I really do. My. Knock on him is his his vocals like I it's yeah. to me it's not pleasant to my ears. The That's thing all. the thing about Mustaine too on it. I mean, if you're talking about his vocals, it's like you know you hear him singing, you know it's him. Yeah. Well, no, no, it's unique and it's distinct for sure. Okay, but, nah. there's no it's denying there's no denying Dave Mustaine. I mean, he could play and sing at the same time. His voice, I'm not ragging, dude. The dude could fucking play badass. The Chris Paul that played guitar for him, dude. P cells that album. 
is one of the fucking coolest fucking thrash albums ever came out. You know what's cool? I keep on forgetting that someone like you is fucking sitting next to me because most of the time when I talk about peace cells, I don't know what the fuck I'm even talking about. So that's great. So no, I, I, I know, do. but I'm still, your brother. okay, I know. But so you had Chris Poland who did um, peace cells. That album is fucking bad, dude. I remember that came out. And also Among the Living, and we all know that thrash thing. Among the Living is the best sound thrasher. That is fucking guitar. See, the thing with that time frame, you know, of course I play guitar. And if you were playing guitar at that time and learning these new riffs that were coming out, and at that same time, well, sometime after that, um, Injustice for All came out, dude, it was mm-hmm. Riff City, dude. And if you were jamming, you were the fucking kid in the candy store. So anyways, back to the thrash. There's no denying Megadeth. There's no denying it. I've just never been huge. But, okay, you have Megadeth, Slayer, of course, um, uh, the blue, fucking Anthrax. And if there was someone else, say when they throw in the big five. Yeah. Who's the fifth? Who, who, Fuck, that's easy. Who? Very, very Don't very say Exodus. Easy. Exodus. Would be they, they're already fun. there. See, I, I shouldn't okay, have done that. Well, oh, so then you need to say the, the, I, six, the six. I was being or like the okay. four. The first B string. Yeah, I know. Is that what you would say well, then? Because let me, let me you it. said the fifth, and I, I, I think know, that is very see, easy. I know. I'm, I'm not even a super thrash head from that era, and I, I got know an that. answer for number six too. What? Oh, okay. what? Overkill. Okay, dude. Overkill. Would be I'm, number six. I'm ready to talk now. I am ready to talk. The the fucking lovely thing about metal like that, and I'm going to talk on is forever. Is Sepultura too no, soon to be no, in that category? I, I believe so. Like, I mean, too yes. late. Like, like, was that era too soon for Sepultura okay. to be in that category? See, okay. all these like bands, with the early stuff though, like, like the 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 arise. Beneath if, the you, if you're going to be in the big four, five, or six, you have to be well, <coughs> of the first generation. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I agree with you. That's why I'm asking this. Because are, are they out of that? <laughs> all those, all those bands. Oh, this is some heavy from Colorado, dude. Yeah, but it's like on a, a, a hip <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All those other bands that you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Those are all third. Third, fourth generation. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Okay. Right. So now, okay, basically, okay, now Jay Thrash is going to talk, I guess. I, I and I know this stuff. That's why I'm asking, is there regu- like, I'm asking the regulations for the two. Yeah. 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 The two, <laughs> At least in front of me, the two grandfathers you got the, you got of this. The, you got the two gurus right here, man. So basically, you know, and I'm sorry to sound like a, a, a doo-doo head, but Everyone knows Exodus because of, you know, when Bonded by Blood came out. Exodus is the top four, two, one. Oh, well, yeah, because it was, like, yeah. recorded but before, Exodus, but released after, Exodus all is, the other one. Right, right, everyone, right? Everyone knows. I know yeah. my shit even though I'm a kid, Yeah, dude. okay. I know. come on. This, this is what I think is really badass, man. Then I'm going to get to there. Exodus, we all know that. You know, there, there, there's no giving... I mean, there is... A, Exodus is it. So... When you said overkill, that's an interesting thing because I know they're from um, the East Coast. From Who New would York. you say then? Is I'm not six? done yet. Hold on, please. So overkill, what you have, I know they have a huge following, and I know like even Eddie Trunk loves those dudes. Honestly, my five, six, or whatever that would be, and I was very fond of these guys. Still am. Uh, Testament, oh, dude. Yeah, Testament. Guitar wise, they fucking ruled. Yeah, but testaments. No. Uh, mm. Why? Mm, I Alex Skolnick, Peter. I, I love Alex Skolnick, Peter. Peter uh, Chuck Billy. Yeah, I love him. Uh, 
A Testament was our band because when they came and you, out, you probably talked to all these. Oh, guys. Of course, yeah. when they came out, honestly, when they I came out, I fucking love that. Okay, well, you, you know bro, what? I do. You know what? Testament was later, eighty-seven-ish or something. So when Testament came out, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They were, yeah, they were a little bit later. You know so what? Another, second generation. Yeah, you know what? Not another, even third or fourth. You, they're second. Yeah, yeah second. so yeah. Okay, second. anyone other than Overkill who is in this category then? Because I don't know. This. You know who one of the greatest well, nasty was, savage? Would Merciful Fate be in? Give me a moment to say this. Oh, Merciful Fate's our own category. The, if you're talking like second or third generation bands, let's say even even third generation, because yeah, the band that I'm about to tell you about is a third generation band, and they're from the San Francisco Bay Area, and they're still, well, this dude is still churning out amazing records. Rob Flynn from Machine. Oh yeah, oh, okay. that dude's oh, yeah. been. Oh, uh, Rob Flynn. I'm from trying Ma- to think about. This oh yeah, I know. Like, oh, I know okay, Rob yeah. Flynn from Machine. Head. I've yeah, always I know him. I've always heard. Yeah. Um, let me tell you, he was in Violence or something, correct? Yes, he was a guitar player. Yeah. with him, him and Demo. He's been around a long time, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. See, those were see, there were so many good bands at but that who's time. Who's in the first tier band? Like, like who's in this category of first tiers? Shit, Other than Overkill, even it's hard. Like Overkill, Anthrax, Megadeth. Well, they're Slayer. in the, they're in there. Like yeah, but so is there only four in there? But is that so, is there so anyone else? Like so, Exodus is not in there. Overkill. Would there be a seven or an eight that there uh, was? I'm trying to think. Like, at that same time, at the like, same time, or is that second generation shit? No, no. I mean, because I'm trying to think. Are, I don't there know. There are other first generation thrash bands, but you know they're that just quite to be there. I guess. Well, see, even Death Angel was a little bit later. You know why I liked a lot too, and we're miles away from that. Hey, check this out. Out. I so. got a I got a really nice story as well. When my friend Kyle came back in town, he got his driver's permit or whatnot, and he went to Houston. And he got some extra money for me, not extra money. He got Christmas money. No, I'm good. I'm good. And so we were driving. We went to Sound Warehouse over so there off of Evers. I remember, uh-huh. and we went in there. And we went in there being heavy metal dudes at the time. And the guy that worked there, he was like, "Hey man, have you heard the new Death Angel?" And the new Sacred Reich album came out at the same time, I believe. Well, they were both there. So I remember Kyle was like, fuck yeah, dude, he got them both. I remember we had had our little listening party. Sacred Reich... Is We're a fucking band that I dug. Band, though, is that second? It was. Generation it was a second. Point? It was a second. It was like towards yeah. the later part of the eighties and shit. <laughs> but they were, you're right. I mean, but during that time, um, see, even when everything. How early was SOD in this group? Eighty five. SOD mm-hmm. New York hardcore. SOD so was a fucking So is that like maybe shit. a first or a second tier? Because the yeah, Anthrax but, but first, but SOD was, but like SOD a was considered band. a side project band. I know. They were kind of a joke band, mm-hmm. but they were hardcore. They were fucking the yeah, shit. Yeah, they weren't really thrash. Where did Billy Milano come from? I don't He's from New York. And a band wise. Ah, yeah. <laughs> SOD. Yeah, he's his own dude. Band. Oh, okay. He lives here in Austin, that, don't he? He lives in Austin. Fuck yeah. yeah. But uh, MOD. Yeah. After yeah. SOD broke up, then he did MOD. Yeah. Dude, I, I remember yeah. Remember some of that fucking controversy shit on there? Um, Fuck, we steered way off. What was dude. Aren't You Hungry? Can we get back to your story for a minute? <laughs> no? Are we done I on that? Know, man. I don't know. Yeah, we can. When you started your show. And we were talking about oh, yeah. way back, and you started your show, and you yeah. had all the ideas. You already mentioned something about we and this and a team. Who was who was your team when you started, or did you have a team? At, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah, already had did. A crew, yeah. So even that's like, fucking killer. If you already, watch, like the old episodes of Rob's Metalworks, like well, thing- no, no, even before, like when you're talking about like this, this, like this, this pre. Um, it, it's not pre-production. It's like pre-presentation. Uh, yeah. When we're doing what? Did you have a team at that point? Like when you first started, did you have a team? Yeah. 
Cool. Yeah, when I first started... Like, your ideas and you're pitching this and you had this meeting with the public access. You had your team already. Uh, well, I was already sh- shooting shows, yeah. Cool. So I had always had a guy with me who would take photos... And then I need a videographer in me, so that's three. And these were just like friends that were yeah, like, dude, let's some run. of them were. Let's some go, of them. Let's go to shows. People, like, yeah, let's, students let's, like from let's have some beers and go to shows. I'll I'll hold the camera for you, like, because that's what my like. If I did that, yeah. that's what it would be. It'd be like my cousin or Greg or my homies, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, I'll hold the camera for you, or I'll, I'll fucking. I'll, I'll hold, you know, a light or, you know, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. Get my beer, bitch. <laughs> Not necessarily that, but yeah, yeah, dude. I'm, I'm like, oh, they're going to be there with me anyways because we're going to the show. So, like, I'll, I'll help you out. You know what I mean? Was it something like that or were these, like, people from, like, some of them, like the college? Well, or, like, like, one I, dude, I don't know. Like, one, of the, one of them was just people who would just email me. Mm-hmm. That's I had cool. a guy. Like, I have a guy. No, they weren't freelancers. They were students. Yeah, from like uh, the, the local college yeah. or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. But and like, how do they hear about you that, that that you're doing a show? That's what I'm saying. Like, how did this happen? Like, how did it? Dude, all, I mean, how did it all take place? Like, how did you? Because we had good marketing. Okay. And people okay. knew about our show. Okay. Dude, we had a strategy. We would go out. We would go to a show, and I'd be like, with two or three. But of this my was guys. all your plan and strategy because you you went to school for marketing, like you I said. But this is your Rob's Metal Works. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, not trying to like <laughs> no. knock anyone who's been no. with you since day one. Are those people still with you? Uh, um, I have a couple. I have a couple guys right now. This my my photographer JB. We were just at the Las Cruces show. That guy I met because he emailed me. He was a student, and he's been with me for like twelve years already. That's cool. Yeah, I could tell you a funny story about him. Let's hear uh, it. The very first time that he hung, I said, "Okay, man." I said, "If you want to be part of the crew, you know, I know you can take photos and shit, but you got to get along with people in the crew. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. we got to see how you are as a human being." So the first night, we all, my crew and I, got together. And there used to be this little bar off Bender, um, off of Babcock. What was it called? Just this little dive in the wall, and we went yeah, there. I don't already, know. Lounge? There was, huh? I don't know lounge. No, Babcock. it was like in the corner of what. Babcock and something else. It was just right there. Okay. I think Babcock and Callahan, right there. Oh, shit. I don't know. Anyway, um, the first night he goes out with us, we all are drinking, we get hammered, and he drives home and gets a DWI. Oh, man. Yeah, he's a young cat, and his mom calls me and says, please don't ever let my son drive like that again. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. But anyway, he's still with us. He's great. And then I have my... uh, Talk about a fucking initiation in the yeah, crew. Was, yeah, that was that's why I tell that out? story because it's kind of funny. Did you funny. help him out? Did you like fucking <laughs> no? No. <laughs> hey man, good. You're good part luck. of the team. Yeah, I'll give you some extra hours. Give you some extra shots or whatever. You know, like <laughs> that's that's. Probably I'll help you pay for some of this. Or... I didn't even do that. That's horrible. I won't put your name on the picture so they didn't know you were at the bar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like whatever. Like I don't know. Fuck. Yeah. So that's cool. You had a crew since day one. Yeah. But I've been able. I've been able. I've been able to streamline now, so where I can, you know, I don't need a whole lot of people. Right. Like right now, I have a crew of maybe like three uh-huh. dudes. Yeah. A guy. Uh, my 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 videographer that's been with me for a long time already. I met at a show. He was behind a club taking pictures. His name's Thomas Casanova. And he was like, I said, he goes, <coughs> it goes, hey, he goes, he came up to me and said, hey, Rob, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm Thomas. Blah, blah, blah. And I saw you had a camera, and I said, what are you doing here? I said, who are you taking pictures for? He goes, oh, I'm just here, man, just taking some pictures. I said, great. I said, I'm about to do an interview right now. Take pictures of my interview. He said, okay, I will. 
And he did. And then after that, we just stayed in touch. And then um, he's like my main videographer now. And he has been for like seven or eight years now, maybe. That's crazy. Yeah, man. dude. So yeah. <clears throat> back to 96, your show comes out. The story that Jason told you out on the couch earlier where oh, we, we met you with the the um, Ultimate Revenge, where you made the copy for him. Dude. He yeah. told you out on the couch where, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 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 were, we were at my house? Yeah. You invited I, us to your house. Do you, do you mind if I tell, tell the that? story? Oh, dude. This? I don't know. Dude, I don't know. Uh, what I'm getting at is, is it was around this time, like... Yeah. Six, seven, eight-ish. Mm-hmm. What I'm getting Nin- at... Like, 96, seven, eight, like, around that time. What, what I'm getting something. at, what I think we'd really need... I mean, I don't know marketing from shit from Shinola. Greg could dig this. This is something, and this would marketing may be... I came home, and I can get all weird. I came home at night, Saturday night, I believe, um, really nice and this hammered. Dude has a memory like fucking uh, Rain Man. Well, I have a memory. It's fucking weird. Okay, first of all, the, why the, he said Saturday night? Yeah, well, go well, on. Well, tell your story. Don't well, go off. Okay, first of all, this is going to be an incredible story for someone that loves and knows what I'm talking about. Um, came home at night. And I obviously was flipping channels, and what caught my attention, I had the munchies, it was fucking Tom Araya, and it was footage from um, um, The Ultimate Revenge, which, if anyone knows, that tape, fucking, I had it when it Pre-YouTube. came out. Pre-YouTube. Well, yeah, but I it had... It was not common. Okay. <laughs> you were cool if you had that fucking VHS tape. That was neat. I had two of them. Somebody might have stole it. Whatever may happen. So this was around that time. I came home, fucking, you know, feeling real good, looking at Tom Araya. And so so I forget exactly what happened, but my mission was to wake up that morning. I knew it was on your show. Mm. And I knew it was Rob Dude. I I recognize you. And I have seen you before out in public. I had a couple shows with the video camera at times. Mm. When you used to walk by, I forget when, because a lot of shows, it was, there's Rob. Hey. You were a known dude, but mm-hmm. I'm probably jumping the gun like in 2000 or something. A little so, bit, yeah. So anyways, too. the Slayer thing was so fucking, so cool, man, that my cousin Little Mike was in town. He would come in from Houston, and I said, hey, there's this dude I just saw Ultimate Revenge last night. I fucking, <coughs> I need to get another one, and I got you on the phone. How the fuck did we, like, pre-internet? I got you on the phone. How? I don't know. I forget. I, I think it might something in the phone book or some shit. It was a six seven three number, some shit. Got you on the phone. See what I'm talking about? I'm yeah, exactly. So knows. I got you on the phone and said, "Dude, I saw your show last night. You had the ultimate revenge, man. Can you please make me a copy? I'll pay you anything you like." You're like, "Totally, man. Give me some time." Blah blah blah. This is your number. And then you, uh, you didn't text me back. You called me back and said, "Hey, do you, where you live?" And I was in Heritage, and you told me where you lived, and I went over there. You, I even went in your room. You said, "Check it out. Here it is." You had all this like TV stuff everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you gave how me how much did I did I give it to you or sell it to you? No, uh, twenty it. bucks, twenty five bucks, yeah, I believe. That's a steal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, now, but well, no, now because you was it on DVD or VHS? VHS. Oh wow. Before that's what I, I don't think you could have burned DVDs back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. VHS, okay. VHS. Remember when my brother says I have this weird memory? My mama would always tell me you have this, I have this amazing memory, and I remember things because you were cool, and we're sitting there hanging out. And uh, before when you called me on the phone, you said you had some tape left. Is there anything else to put on there? Oh, okay. And my cousin Little Mike was there, and he was a Deptone dude at the time. Deptones were coming out, and he said, "Hey, can you ask him to put on some Deptones?" And so we did. We picked it up, and this is why I, I think you put Deftones 
And honestly, I think you put a little bit of... uh, No, Far. Hmm. Jonah from Far. Mm-mm. Wow, oh, I'm pretty sure you put far on there. I don't know. And so, anyways, sure. the tape. I could be wrong. I can't recall. And believe it or not, <laughs> Michael will know. Believe it or not, that tape um, uh, got went missing again. I lent it to a friend, a fellow uh, metal dude. Dude, can I borrow it? And his brother, whatever. Same old story. But anyways, it's really cool. And this is how I remembered it too. We were talking about tattoos at the time, and you were just getting done, getting or you were getting work done from welding at the time. Mm. And I remember you had some work done, and we're just bullshitting about that. Huh. Thank you, by the way. And I'm. There's also the funny part of it too. Now that I'm older, I don't even give a fuck. But like, we were all sitting in your driveway smoking <laughs> weed, and you were like too scared, rightfully so, to smoke weed with no, myself. You, did, you, you didn't want to pass me the joint because I was too young. Yeah, I was a kid. I was like, I did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like we, twelve or thirteen years old. You're gonna though, edit. Like, you're, gonna, you're gonna edit that. No, yeah. no. I was like twelve or thirteen years old. I wouldn't have passed a thirteen year old to join either. Like, what the fuck? Anyways, but <laughs> yeah, I mean? so I did a good deed. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. Is that what you're getting at? Yes. I just okay. think it's and see, even like the metal thing when you were talking about, <laughs> um, say the '93 ish and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and even in the '90s thing, and I, I always laugh about this that somebody, this is another. I think topic we could talk about. Mm. Somebody could want to kick me in the balls for saying this. Is that during that time frame, you know, I this is when it's a funny joke, New Wave J or whatnot. Did you ever like say like the Depeche Mode cure stuff? Mm. All right. No, dude, he's brutal metal. All right. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we're going off subject. But yo, during that time, you know, Slayer it. Slayer was already out with okay, what did you think when the fucking black album came out? I loved it. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Wow. I didn't. I did, and I listened to that record a lot. When it fucking first came out? When it first came out, I was in college. I was 21. Okay. When the black album came out. Wow. I was in college. I was one of the million that didn't like it. Oh, man. Well, I tried to like it, but I just couldn't grab it, man. load. Uh, I, you oh. know what? Now, I, I, when, when well, they, that was the next one. When well, it came out, I, w- I wasn't a fan of it. The black okay. when it came out. Yeah. Now, yeah, I, yeah. I, there's certain. Songs oh yeah. Like, now I think it's fucking killer because the music yeah. today sucks butt. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Can, dude, you can listen to anything that sucked back then. That's gonna be what's out now and did, think it's kind of cool. Did I tell you I'm gonna be uh, my my stand up? I'm gonna present mm-hmm. it with you know the music of today sucks when the black album is fucking cool. <laughs> Anyways, I was not a fan of the black album. I don't think a million of us weren't. Um, at that time, I would say, you know, we were fucking Primus was out and fucking, you know, the Sound Gardens and shit like that. So I. The early 90s. And yeah. then even during when, say, Deicide and Cannibal Corpse and a lot of those bands started coming out, I was fucking. Did Pearl, you get into that? that I was Pearl Jamming it, dude. Mm-hmm. You the, know? The grunge, like early 90s. Yeah, like, like the Alice yeah, in Chains. Yeah, I remember when Pearl Nevermind Jam. first came out. I, would jam, I was jamming okay. it. Absolutely, dude. When it first came out. Absolutely. You know, they weren't so, even that big yet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, when they said, like, okay, the whole saying when they were going, oh, metal was dying out, Pantera kept it alive, and. Pantera's Pantera. Um, to me, I don't think it ever did. Be, well, in our world, because you know Slayer was still they were living off of uh, what was it? Um, fuck seasons for a long time. You know, then when Divine Invention came out, Slayer's never they were there always a, there's it. a big bridge between seasons and Divine. Well, but a lot of music wise, a lot had happened. You know, you know who was kicking, but major, not too much in the heavy world. You, there you, was the Florida death metal. Let, and like let me talking about the exactly all stuff. So Malarkey, man. dude. You know who was fucking kicking at that time? Fucking on top of the world and in my world. And, and yeah. No, Danzig. 
Danzig was fucking kicking everybody's ass during that time, bro. I saw him like three fucking times. And it was the fucking coolest show in the world. I think I saw him 91, 2, 3, or whatever it was. All three of them. Danzig didn't go away. Merciful Fate, fucking King. The King Diamond dude is always a man. How long into your show did you first get your, like, I don't want to say, like, fuck moment, but, like, the first, like, how long were you doing your show when you first were, like, maybe your first, like, big, like, solid interview? Like a big interview. That's a good question. Or your first, like, holy fuck moment. Like, dude, telling your team, like, guys, can y'all believe, like, we're, we we got, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. How long into it? And who was it? Do you remember? Uh, that's a very good question. And I think we started doing, like, really big stuff. Like... Maybe it was like 2001, two or three around there. Okay. Yeah, we were we were starting to. See, but the, the thing That's about cool. a couple years in, you're, the thing you're about, you, yeah. yeah. The thing about it too is that what a lot of people don't realize is that you know programs like you know like mine all over the country or whether you're college radio or whatever, um, you have to be part of the publicist network. Mm-hmm. So. When I would when I would secure an interview with whatever it's going to be, I would contact the publicist of the of the label. Back in, at those times, each record company had its own publicity department. Yeah. Now they don't. Okay, yeah. Now they just all contract, yeah. right? So the thing that I soon began to realize is that you know if I told the publicist I want to do an interview with this person or whatever. First, the first things they used to do back then is say like, "Oh, how many households is your program hitting? What, who's your who's your distributor?" And I'd be like, "I'm on Time Warner Cable. Public access hits over four hundred thousand homes in San Antonio area." They'd be like, oh, "Okay, let's do it." I'm like, "Yeah, let's do it." Okay, but and then back then, after the I would do the interview, they would say, "Send us a copy so we can check it out." They always kind of initially back at the beginning of Rob's not now because I've had. 20 year relationships with these publicists now mm-hmm. um, but back then they were still trying to kind of validate the, the program and I think when, when they saw that I was not only doing what I said I was going to do but that I was doing it well and like very right. professionally and Fuck great yeah. they said okay this guy is on our, on our good list um, and then all these publicists whether you're in Jersey New York Chicago, L.A., whatever, they're all networked. They all know each other. Mm-hmm. They all, they're all friends and shit. And so after a while, everybody just started sharing contact lists for their artists, you know, whatever. If you work for Earache Records or whatever, you know, I was getting stuff all the time. And once mm-hmm. I was on that publicity list, I had lots of content and I had lots of connections to do the stuff I've done. I mean, I've interviewed Danzig a few times. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that one. Um, I could tell you some crazy stories about Glenn Danzig because uh, people think Glenn Danzig's a prick and he's really not. Yeah. He's a cool dude, but, you know, when, well, you're, when, you're, when you're in Metal Metal, the heifer, you know, you don't, you don't fuck around. Yeah. Yeah. You work for me and, you know, you know, I kind of get that though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, that dude needs an OG, man. I would. I mean, I mean you don't get where yeah. you are for being always super nice guy. Yeah, and, you and know, that, sometimes you have to be a bit of a dick to, to 
to, to climb up some when when you get to a certain point where you kind of have to be a little selfish, I guess, to get a little higher. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes that comes off as being a dick, even though you're not a mean person, dude. If any fucking person with a brain would have the opportunity to meet Glenn Danzig, you're gonna respect that dude and go. I would be like. I would shake his hand and say, "Dude, I have shook his hand." I mean, other, like, other than the homie that 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 he got burned and, and oh, knocked dude. him out. Oh, dude, <laughs> dude, dude, dude. I, I wish he didn't shake his hand. Oh fuck that, dude. <laughs> Let's just I, say dude, that, dude. You know, whatever. If we could go, if we could go back, dude, dude, we could go back. Fucking Danzig and say, "Hey, you know what, dude? Let's let's try to go another round." Danzig would have, eh, he could have taken. I, him. I'd ask him how much he can curl. Oh, fuck I mean, that. he's a little older now. Danzig should have fucking Danzig is a man, dude. Anyways, I'm yeah. Smart. I mean, when I met, yeah, I mean, I'm stupid. just saying. I'm, no, I'm not. I mean, say if you're a, do you know who? If you have any idea who Glenn Danzig is, are you gonna walk up and act like a jackass to that dude? Come on, you're you're a fool. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what, that whole I'd, thing. I would be like, I would shake his hand and say, dude. That whole thing was a publicity stunt. That's uh, all it was. You know, Danzig's a man, and I think shit. Back to the music, man. When he fucking. When he jumped in, I was never really um, a Misfits guy, honestly. Neither was I. And then when that first album came but out, when dude. Danzig one came out, that was Fuck it. yes, dude. You wanna yeah, see, no, you no, wanna no. See, you want to see the first tattoo I ever got? Yeah. yeah I was, when I, I was 22 years old. Let's see it. Who did it? That's the Danzig The Danzig skull. skull. Yeah. Who did it? Yeah. This, this old tattoo artist that used to oh. work off Pin Road. Don. That was my very first tattoo. Don. Don. I think so. That's who he is. Yeah, yeah. Don, the big older, older yeah. fat Bro, guy. We're yeah. old school over here, dude. Yeah, yeah, around, dude. Yeah, I know you're talking to somebody younger, he but passed I'm, away, I'm right? an older soul. Passed away, older dude. Dude. You, know? You, know, you know, my first first tattoo was getting stabbed by a pencil. Oh, God. <laughs> I still have it, dude. Right fucking Oh, there. I got that one, too. Anyways, I'm just fucking around. <laughs> no, it's true. Anyways, dude, I, I owe, and I'll say this, man, all the great music. So, so who is the first one? No, I'm going to cut you off. We're basically. lucky to be from San Antonio with, all this, with people like Rob. I agree. Growing up. People like the neighborhood, our parents, Joe Anthony's, and all I that agree, shit. I agree, because if we grew, so, like you said earlier, I'll, 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 I mean, like if I grew up somewhere in the middle of nowhere, Midwest. Well, I don't want to disrespect anyone either. I wouldn't know as much about metal or music that I do. I don't want to insult anyone And a lot like of it has either. to do with not only you being my brother, but also watching shows like Rob's Metalworks. Well, there's one thing, though, too. Like, really? Like, not even dude, I've, had, fucking... I've had hundreds of people tell me, oh, man, you turned me on to this band. Back in the day, you turned me on to this band. So, like, yeah, so we all talked about this earlier, and it's like, what do you guys remember your first it's an memory? It's honor of to Metal have Wars? you here, bro. I honestly it don't is. know what my first one. It was probably something like maybe the 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 Slayer kind of thing. He no, because I was older by then. Because I totally remember that. I, I want to say it was maybe like a Vision Disorder video or something like that. Yeah, it could have been VOD. Because it was something that I, like, love I that liked band. that I that like, what the fuck is this doing on TV mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it might have been something like that. Greg, what was your That's first marketing, Rob's dude. Metalworks story? You haven't said much at all yet. What oh, was your Greg. first one? <laughs> Greg's um, a sweet guy, but he's real quiet. Um, Soulfly. <laughs> um, That's right. He, he recorded them in, at the He loves room. that band, dude. Yeah. He loves... I've been to Max Cavalera several times. Several times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a badass dude. Fucking badass guy, dude. Sepultura fucking rocks. I have a Max story, but it wasn't all that pleasant. Well, I didn't meet him. I I used to work at the Crova, and so far played at the Crova. Yeah, yeah. And Max had this rule, or at least the Crova, the people at the Crova told the staff that like there's this rule, like don't talk to him. 
Like, don't bother oh, really? him, don't talk to him, kind of like, don't even look at him kind of thing. And, wow. like, he was in the bus the entire time up until, like, the second before the show, and he came yeah, around yeah. the back door in the Corova, and, like, the back door is right by the stage. So, like, I didn't, yeah, even if I wanted to talk to him or say, like, what's up, or look at him, I didn't even have the opportunity to, but that was my Max story. Yeah. <laughs> Not a cool one. It wasn't a bad one, but it wasn't a cool one. He's but good friends with a lot of people from San Antonio. Shout he's a say. badass, though. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a pleasant he's Max guy. fucking Cavaletta yeah. from Sepultura. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? One time we did, we were doing it, the very, I think it was the very first time I interviewed him. He was sitting catty corner to me. We were doing an interview. And uh, as I was talking, my notes that were on my lap fell to the floor. And during the interview, he bent over and picked him up and put him back on my lap. <laughs> and when was this? That was like 2006. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's like Soulfly, like already. Wow. Yeah. yeah. He, was still, he looked, I mean, you see him now, he's an older dude. You know, he's bigger. You know, he looks yeah, like, no, no, yeah, yeah. When I, back well, then, he was still, he was still trim. When I saw him at Corova, and this is no knock to me. I'll tell you off, Mike. Yeah, I know. People just, he wasn't I mean, in the best looking condition. Yeah. Shit. Um, but, older, you man. know, he's, he, he, He's older, he's road-worn and road-torn, and maybe was going through stuff at that time, too. I don't know. No. I don't know. But Fuck anyway, all that shit. But Sepultura, we're not, we're not here to talk about that stuff. Sepultura, when, asked, they, no, no, when no. they came out, they were brutal, man. Yeah, no, brutal for sure. Brutal fucking guitars. They're, they're fucking bad. Well, Sepultura was fucking badass, but then, like, of course... When Roots came out, when they Roots, were That's what I was saying. When Roots came out, that was, like, a game-changer for the band Dumb and for... Almost music. Yeah, I mean, they I, tried I, to categorize it as a new metal kind of thing. The well, because it was, and they, I, I want to say, and you'll know this. It was killer, didn't they? There wasn't there like an article where it was like said where they like down tuned and they kind of did that stuff because of corn. I can't I quite know. recall if that. No, am I, I wrong on that? No, you could, you could be right. I felt like I read this as a kid because I was a huge corn fan. And I felt like I read something about and they were all friends. That. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, th- and this guy Greg over here, I, I didn't know this. And you, this all ties into the podcast. You were talking about the podcast. I didn't know this until we started recording the podcast, like just recently. That um, Jonathan Davis was on the Roots album. Yeah. I had no idea about that. That was new to me. Like that mm-hmm. was yeah. I, was all these way. years later, like a year ago at most I found out about that and I'm like what? No, I was like Greg you're fucking lying and we looked it up and I was like okay you're you're telling the truth. Did you think Corn was pretty cool when they first came out? Yeah, I thought they were cool. Dude, they were fucking Even though bad. they were a new metal I thought it was cool. It, it was, was so those bad. Those guitars man, they were fucking bad. Did you go to that Wacky show that they they played at Wacky's? I no, you know what? Were you here yet? It yeah, wasn't. Are you sure it was Wacky's? I think it was Wacky's. No, it was It was somewhere you, on the strip though, right? No, it I was no at um that place that that guy, the owner got shot. The taco, Taco, taco Land? Land, Taco Land. Holy fuck! It was wow. Taco Land, it was taco Isn't that close Land. to it here was somewhere? Taco Land. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's over there. Joseph. And you know what? I was oh, at Josephine. that show. Wow. What's that? I was at that show. Wow, dude. Yeah, and like Taco Land doesn't even have a stage. I think it's yeah. It, it was just floor. Wow. Yeah, but it, those are my a, favorite shows where there's no stage or maybe just like a small riser that's like ankle. And you know what? That was height, before. You know? That was before Rob's Metalworks. Yeah? Yeah, so oh, that right. had to have been, like, 95. 95. So I, I had asked you a second ago, like, 
that band that was like that that transition moment for you or like that that moment that was that moment what was the band i don't think we got to that what was the band do you remember are you asking me like if i ever got starstruck no no no, no, yeah. no. well yeah, i guess yeah i guess what was the first like oh fuck moment like i i had asked earlier what was the first like oh my god oh fuck moment for rob's metalworks in a good way or a bad way bad way i mean good way i'm sorry yeah not the good stuff <laughs> i said yeah, that so way. confidently bad way no 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 no, no, no bad uh, stuff um, um no 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 in a good way but like no haters you would talk like we we went on about like the um the 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 people that you're working with mm-hmm. and, yeah and, and, and how you started getting better but what was the band where like you were like fuck guys like what was what was that artist or that band where like fuck this rem- is that moment I remember um, at least for you personally yeah. and I mean if you feel that way when you go into uh, in, to do a piece of work it's like uh, you'll you'll know and uh, I, I never, had mine just the other day for for me personally. Oh, it, was, yeah? it was wild. Was yeah, it? this early into it. Huh? This early into it. I was so shocked that we got who we got. And, oh, you said this moment with me. No, I'm asking <laughs> you who is yours, but I had my moment. Who? You said when you had that moment, yeah, you'll yeah. know. I had yeah. my moment, like, just recently. Who? For yeah, that's starting out as a podcast. Who? Keith from 18 Visions. I was fucking in shock that we had that dude. Oh, and I was wow, like... Cool. I I was a little like what the fuck like I uh-huh. it was it was even an almost awkward thing because it was my first ones where I was yeah, a little yeah. like uh, what what and it wasn't in in the room like we did it through Zoom <laughs> or whatever but yeah. still what was yours I'm All sorry right. I, I cut you off I'm sorry but no, what was okay. yours uh, it's pretty simple because uh, I have one but um it was a, it was at Oyster Bake. It was, you know how Oyster Bake always has rock Absolutely. bands? Absolutely, fuck yeah. Do they and always have good bands? I used to be a party dog from when hell. When the first Alter Bridge record came out. Alter Bridge played, huh? Rex, yeah, bro. Right. Uh, no, only memory remains. Alter Bridge. Alter Bridge. Alter Bridge. Bridge is Creed with a different oh, singer. That's yeah. right. It's Miles yeah. Kennedy. Yeah. Miles Kennedy. Miles, Miles Kennedy, Kennedy with Mark Tremonti. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. So when the first record came out, it was badass, and yes. and uh, they They're were going to play song. Oyster Bake, and so I can't recall. I no, I do recall because I still know this dude. He's he he handles all the publicity for Miles Kennedy and and Alter Bridge and Creed. And uh, that's cool, dude. So I got set up, and by there they just had trailers. So they they let us into a trailer, and the tour manager was Michael Tremonti. That's Mark's brother, right. the guitar player's brother. Yeah, that's fucking killer, man. And so he took us into this um, trailer, and then like five minutes later, Mark Tremonti walks in, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And he how'd was like, you how'd you get that gig? Through his publicist, bro. Yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. The publicist already knew, like, oh, Rob's legit. You know, yeah, and they man. wanted to pub this record. And this is years remember, you remember, doing your this show is, and stuff. Remember that that's what I'm picking your brain on microphone about how you did this. That's I'm what sorry. publicists get paid for. <laughs> yeah. That's what they get paid for is to get their artists. To the right people in that market where they're at. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, you know, you could do a bad piece of publicity and it's not, doesn't help you. Remember. So they're trying to well, sell records, they're trying to sell. Tickets or whatever, so they want to place their people with, you know, where they where they know that the, the artist is going to be represented correctly. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Okay. Okay. So, um, hmm. yeah. If so, if they feel just because you're a medium doesn't mean they're going to use you, bro. No, 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 I get that. No, yeah. I, I understand. Yeah. It goes back to what you said. Like, why do it um, if nobody's going to hear it on on. This side of, of the line, like the creator side of the line, and I get that. But at the same time, on the on like the the um, 
entertainment or the artist mm-hmm. side of the line, like not only why do it unless who's going to hear it, but why do it unless like it's going to be beneficial towards me as my career because these people are doing their this is their livelihood you know what I mean so you're not going to sit there and either roast or put somebody on blast right. or or degrade them right don't do that like you know, no 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 you do unless that's your fucking niche and that's what you do but no 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 that that's this person that you're talking about or trying to get yeah. to talk to that that's their livelihood so you're going to tarnish them in any fucking way but there's also this lines where like you don't like overdo it and then but fucking let me tell polish you, their knob. Let me tell you how true well. that is. Like you know, you may be, you may believe it or not, but if a publicist can get a request, let's say they get a request from somebody to interview, uh-huh. they tell they'll tell Danzig. Uh-huh. Uh, we have a two o'clock interview with you know Rob's Mount Orchard, and then he'll he'll say whether he wants to do it or not. Remember now. This is after it's already confirmed with the publicist. No, the or publicist this is just is, like this the, is like a proposal. Like, hey, the, this person wants to do this. Well, the publicist not like okay. Let me see what the I can publicist do. is checking it out. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. she's saying. Let me see what I can yeah, do. Okay, okay, okay. And then you know, and then they'll come back and say, okay, Rob, we got you confirmed. So I knew I would know that you know, and the good. This is something that some people don't understand either, and this happens with longevity is that. Like the first time I interviewed Glenn Danzig, okay, he he, he we met, we hung out, we did a good mm-hmm. interview, and then I interviewed him. I, that was two thousand two. Then in two thousand five, we interviewed again, mm-hmm. and Glenn was always very nice to us because he knew we were fans. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah, and I remember after the the oh five interview, I think it was oh five bro. Did you have to like show that, or he just already knew? Well, he just knew. He already knew. This guy's gonna do a legit interview mm. with me. Ask me real he's questions. He's not just some fucking not, fucktard. Yeah, yeah. Dude, he's yeah. got right. the vibe. You right. can tell if you're no, a fucking. No, no, I, and I, you have to. Yeah. Like, you, you know, can, you've got to you ask good questions. From somebody like, Don't ask we stupid. We smell our own kind. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Fuck so, yeah, like, you can sense dude. it that you're a cool dude. And yeah. this guy probably, whether if he knows the shit or not, he's kind of cool. And, but he you know knew I mean? that I did my work too and that I was gonna do a good interview and help promote right. his record. Right. That was the most important part. Well, of course. I remember that night. That was at the Grand Central Station right off Fredericksburg. That was there. They had oh, wow. a show there. Yeah. And uh, I remember, I always tell my guys, when we're, when we're on a bus, we do an interview, when we finish, pack your shit, let's get the fuck out. They don't want us there. Yeah. And unless so, unless, it's, unless it's offered or suggested right, to right, hang right. out or something. Yeah. And that's what happened that night with Glenn. I remember we were packing up and Glenn said, hey, man, you don't have to take off. And I'm like, That's oh, cool. All right. Fuck yeah, dude. And so... Uh, we started talking about the new Spider-Man movie at that time, and and wrestling. We were talking about The Rock. I remember he fucking. We were talking about The Rock. I can't remember why. We were you want to talk about Cloud Nine and like when you get something like that from somebody that like, like you listen to, yeah. like you know, like you know. We I don't know if this was your Star Trek moment, just, but like no, that wasn't but, the, my Star Trek moment. Was the March of Monty. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah of course, no, I know, I know. But like when you even even if you've done this a million times, but like. You want to talk about Cloud Nine when you get like something like that from somebody that you, whether if you admire or what, but it's just someone on that stature, and it's like no, 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 just hang out, man. It's like mm-hmm. you feel like you're fucking somebody real cool, you know what I mean? Well, like because I've only had that a very few well, times, but it's like though, you feel like somebody super cool. Well, like, one oh, thing, let's do this. It depends how you look at it. Like for instance, Mark Tremonti, dude. I was still thinking about the whole time you were talking about it. That dude is prime time. Um, you can laugh all you want. Where well, I, I like Creed. He is oh, an I amazing fuck. I love Creed. He's an amazing guitar player. He's 
always been known to be a he's bad as shit. And then, you know, he took that direction. He's a heavy dude, likes heavy shit. In fact, we could get into detail with this Paul Reed Smith, his yeah. guitar playing. He, he's a dude, he's bad. And his amp that came out, I was looking to get one. Long story, they didn't have it for me, so I went another route, Eddie Van Halen instead. But I wanted the Paul Reed Smith, uh, Mark Tremonti signature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But him, and then Miles Kennedy, that dude is one of the best vocalists around. The dude yeah. is fucking remarkable. So, absolutely, dude. I would, yeah, dude, just even, I don't know, I guess, you know, obviously I'm older now, but it's like, heck yeah, dude. Mark Tremonti, that dude's, Danzig. Danzig is, dude. He, I mean, there's people like that would shit on the Misfits, like not shit on them in a bad way. They're like, oh my god, the Misfits. Uh, I know, you know, that's enough to freak out on, of course. But Danzig himself, man, that first album, yeah, second man. album, third album, shit. Oh just, yeah, even the fourth one, I love too. See, because that's what I was talking about when they were talking about how oh metal was going away. Bull corn, dude. The fucking what was the the third album? The the one with the Geiger stuff on it. How the gods kill. Yeah, dude. That was what ninety three ish or mm-hmm. something. That was ninety three. Dude, that tour Danzig was on top of the world at that was, time. He was. Fuck yeah, he was. He still he is. Was. That dude. That dude is like. That's what's so cool about Danzig, King Diamond, Merciful Fate, and all those greats, man. Fucking, they still kill it, dude. <laughs> we love them and thank them every day for still rocking out. You know. <laughs> I love, dude. I love Glenn Danzig. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I've, I've been blessed to have interviewed him that many times. Uh, he's, he's, you know. I met him and shook cool his hand. Dude, but I've seen him do some crazy shit. I bet. And like I said, if oh, mm-hmm. I've seen um, we can say, I seen Mike Muir have to tell some dude to fucking chill out. Oh, yeah. At, um, it was during, it was at uh, White Rabbit. But the dude was acting like a jackass, dude. Well, of course. And uh, he was, you know, I'm not going to talk shit. He was all drunk saying something. He got a little ballsy, dude. Dude, Mike Muir put him in place real quick. I was like, dude. Yeah, I'm going to go take... Um, anyways, but yeah, it's it's amazing. Like I said, man, thanks. And, yeah, man, it's just so cool to, um, you know, talk about all the goodness, man. And You got anything coming up? Yeah. I'm, my schedule is always a month, done a month in advance. And... I've kind of slowed down a little bit. I'm, yeah. I was probably averaging about three to four interviews a month. Mm-hmm. Now I'm doing like about two a month. Yeah. Yeah. But um, tomorrow, I'm a, I'm going to release an interview that we did with Mondo Tovar of Las Cruces. I remember those dudes. Um, yeah. Uh, Mondo me- used to be with Alienation, too. Back I remember the hearing of those dudes, too. The Las Cruces dudes used to hang out um, and get tattooed back in the day. Yeah, yeah. They're friends with friends, and yeah, I heard those dudes were like bad. They're still around too. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, they've had some changes in the lineup, but um, Mondo uh, is like, he's like a legend in this town. He's, I've been seeing that dude play shows for like twenty two years already. Yeah, and he was always badass. And he's a good dude, and uh, so I'm gonna release that tomorrow. Alienation was like that machine head style for San Antonio. Yeah, they were, the, dude. They were. I remember seeing them. It was groovy, yeah. Yeah, they were good. <clears throat> they were super heavy. I have some I have some tape of shows I shot at the White Rabbit. Oh, Alienation headlining. Fucking killing it, dude. And Mondo was up there killing it. <clears throat> Check this out. When when uh back at those times when Alienation I I always say when Alienation ruled the world, yeah. um Mondo had this brown Charvel. 
with a reverse headstock on it. Nice. It had one pickup. Like, it was real simple. Like, one pickup, one knob. That's all you need, man. Yeah, a Tremelo. And uh, I've seen that show. That guitar played a lot of killer fucking shows. Yeah. With Mondo on the helm. And, That's badass, uh, man. The other night, well, not the other night. It was in the middle of July. I He was going to come for the interview at my studio. And I said, dude, can you bring the... Charvel, the brown Charvel over with you. And he goes, yeah, man, I'll see what I can do. And so he showed up and he had the brown Charvel with him. That's and awesome. I was like, he brought it in and I, I fucking, we took it out and man, I was just holding that guitar and strumming it and shit. So out of all those years, you never tried to fucking really like play for real? You just nah, I'm too, you know, I was doing, I was, I was. You're too, yeah, you're the. I was managing a lot of things. Yeah, you you're too I was, much going on. Yeah, I, I, uh, I was going to ask you earlier if you had played play, anything. In the heyday, in the heyday of Rob's, like back then, you know, I was like 35, 36, 37. Yeah. The heyday, what is that, <laughs> early 2000s? Yeah, I mean, heyday meaning, and it, you know, it's not a knock on Rob's, because I think, you know, we're more well-known now than we ever have because uh-huh. of the internet and stuff. Of course. Um, more widespread but, known. But what I mean is that... Oh, my foot was asleep. What I mean is that... Uh, <laughs> he almost fell. <laughs> back then... You okay? Yeah. Okay. Back then... Um, you know, it, mm. the, the market just wasn't as inundated. Well, the scene was something back then that it's not now. I think. Well, yeah, metal in general, or hardcore, or this metal core, or and that's why like, it's, that's why everything. it's like that because it's so diversified now. Back now, then, yeah, back then it was just metal. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. can't say that anymore. You know, you know that's well, what, 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 some of the stuff we're talking about prior, like the early '90s, and up, it was it was just metal, mm-hmm. and there was we've we've said some of the names now because that's what they are now: thrash metal, the Florida death metal, mm-hmm. the East Coast. Like mm-hmm. you know, then it was just metal. You're right. Now it's. It is mm-hmm. this other stuff, and and you're right about like what you're saying, oversaturated. And, you know, yeah, and, and, and I was just wondering when you said heyday, like what what you considered heyday. Well, I remember the reason I say, you know, the inundation of the market has 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 you know bad effects on on no matter what you're talking about, right? You know? Okay, right. if there's too much of it in the market, yes, then you know people don't know what to choose, or they can only choose a limited amount. Yes. We need to talk there. about this with the podcast market. It's but back, super oversaturated. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And everybody has a podcast. Exactly. You know what I mean? We're one in a fucking billion, not a million. So, see, but back then, that. back then, there was no other Rob's model. No. Yep. All you had was like Headbangers Ball. So, yeah. okay. But if you wanted like Headbangers Ball so, for San Antonio, okay. then you watched oh, God Rob's. damn, okay. I should have asked this earlier. And see, there wasn't a lot of shows that metalheads could go to to watch, to learn about bands, okay, or hear about names of records or or whatever so let me ask you this and this is kind of a two-parter back then when you were starting and you had this idea and you were pitching it and you you were doing it Mm -hmm. did you know of or did you try to do any research of any kind of other shows that were doing what you're doing maybe in other markets um other than on a national like headbangers ball because that was for metalheads that was our 
that was our only go-to. Mm-hmm. And I say R because I was in a generation where I do remember Headbangers Ball, not the Jamie Johnson Headbangers Ball, mm-hmm. the Ricky Rackman Headbangers right. Ball. Mm-hmm. You know, I got Headbangers Ball t-shirts when I was a kid for Christmas um, in probably 93, I don't know, maybe 94, two. I, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He would know because Jason got them for me. But... Um, that was our outlet, and that was our our thing. Other than, I don't know if 120 minutes was a thing yet. I think Headbangers Ball was first. I think, but um, and this is my age showing this stuff. But um, did you know of any other things that were outlets like this in other markets at the time? And this is the two parter. And now looking back, in in in. Because you did this pre-internet, but um, now with the internet and stuff, has there been other Rob's Metalworks for fucking Boston or New York that have been doing it like you have been for San Antonio? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Is there is there is there a network of you guys or like a community of you guys? There's people that do other than metalheads. Yeah, there's because we're all we're all a community and a family. But yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, there's many shows like mine across the country. Yeah. Um, you know, at the time did you research that? It's though. a little different, but you know, the goal is the same. At that time, there weren't. Mm-hmm. At that time, there were. There many. was only. There were probably a few. I don't know. Maybe not in San. Definitely no, not, not in San Texas. Antonio. Not in Texas. Definitely not Texas. No. Yeah. Probably not even in the Southwest in region. York, I think there was there was a show in New York that I had heard about. That was on public access. Yep. There was public access shows because you see like the old footage of like Deicide on public Remember access. Remember those dudes? Or even like the old footage of like um Trent Reznor on public access or Maynard. So there were shows that would like allow this at least this this um outlet this this so, this media source this this Avenue for artists. I don't. I don't know. Are you I'm trying to speak broad terms. You are know you referring mean? to like that old footage of like Deftones, where they're like literally like a yeah, yeah, or even like the old Deftones on public access. So there was shows like this, and all I'm getting at, and all I'm asking is, I guess, like at the time and and looking back, like was there other people like you that you knew of? Did you do any research of any kind to see if there was other people like you? Did you just have a fucking uh 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 a hair, not even, well, yeah, a hair up your ass. They're sort of like, let's just fucking do this. Like, was there anything that, like, inspired you other than your love of metal to showcase this region? Anything? Yeah, no. I mean, I, I didn't do really any research. I mean, I knew there were some shows on public access and there were religious shows or cooking mm-hmm. shows. Oh, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's all kinds of silly shows. Because well, you could do anything back then. There was remember? one show called The Worst Show. Yes, that's exactly what I was talking about. I remember they played a Pink Floyd show of a song and the dude had like a mustache. Yeah, they used to have like weird... That, it, but it wasn't dedicated to metal. It was, mm. No, not at all. It was weird. Okay, it, it, that, Almost that even music in too. general, but, but yes, that's metal for sure. That's the too. The way that I wanted to market, Rob, is that we support metal music. Absolutely. Metal. Have, from day one... And that's, that's it. We're not, that we're not doing... There was, a, there was a guy and he's actually became my friend and ironically his name is rob too his name's rob long and at that time during rob i think a little bit after rob's metalwork started his show came out and it was called it had a 
shark as the logo. Hmm. And it, I can't remember what it was called. This is this another public access show? Yeah, it was public access TV. Oh, dude, and, uh, I'll be his honest name was with you, Rob I've never Long. heard of anything but Rob's Metalworks. And then my, but see, with his my show, friends had though, a skating show that I knew of. But that his was show would play metal, but and then it would play like, you know, rap or Tejano, like different shit, not just metal. You were just metal, and I though. was just metal, and see and that's, that's a, what's cool. And you've only been metal ever, like since day to, one, bro. I mean, that's a strategy, bro. So, what made you? Um, I guess that night, or you know what? You want to hear another very important strategy? Yes, yeah, very important. I did this. I deliberately did this for so people would watch. Remember, I told you, like when we were on Rob's when we first started in '97, we were showing an episode every week, a thirty-minute episode every week, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I'd have to go into the studio and edit the stuff and then leave leave my guy the tapes and then he would air them. But uh, for the first seven years of Rob's, I never showed a rerun. Never. Whoa. You're talking, that's yeah, four episodes a month for seven years. Uh, that's wow. how. That's how long I would... That's for that long amount of time. So, so let me and ask see, you And I this. never showed a rerun. And so people would say, hey, Rob, when are you going to show that Zach Wilde again? I said, I'm not, bro. We don't rerun our show. No wonder what so I had said you, you had that And flare. so that was the thing. Like That made people, once people started realizing that, people would either tune in. Fuck yeah. Be at their house watching them on their TV. Or... Their wives are going to fucking record it for them. Yeah, yeah. totally. Man. I've had people come up to me all the time and say, dude, I have a whole library of the old Rob's Metalworks on VHS. Well, you're starting that. Huh? And we, and the, you're, the old library stuff. You're, you're cataloging it online now, right? I'm, I've, I've, I've I saw a post do, you doing something yeah. on YouTube or something now with your stuff. Right? I have an OnlyFans now. Oh, yeah. So you're not showing your dick. No. You're showing, <laughs> I'm just you're showing, showing like Rob's old, Metalworks. These are the um, the first ones I'm pulling out are two thousand from the, when I when we left public access, uh-huh. we stayed on Time Warner Cable, but left public access. Right. And we went to what was called Stuff TV. Mm-hmm. I remember now, this. For me to be on Stuff TV, I had to pay 500 bucks a month mm-hmm. to be on Stuff. Ooh. But unlike this. public access, I could sell stuff. Mm-hmm. And I could also sell space on my one-hour show. Advertising. Oh, so so you're paying five hundred, but maybe out of pocket you might be paying a little I less. Wouldn't, no, the, the goal or nothing is, at all. The goal, the goal is, is to have nothing. the whole five hundred covered. And that's some, all I want. And some. Well, if, if if possible, no, for sure. That's, that's I just that's want business. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah, I never did. You know, one of the things. Yeah, look at like, make money, but it's a yeah, little. Never you know, monetized, Rob. It'd be cool you know, to I get your family to. a fucking hamburger meal. <laughs> you know, like I do all right. Based off your videos, not not yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, um, so anyway, um, now I'm putting those old episodes on OnlyFans, and to believe it or not, that's the only place I can release them. Mm-hmm. I cannot release them on Facebook or YouTube because of the copyright. They're all part of that. Because they have videos. My episodes have videos in them of the band of, of that they used to bands. send me. Yeah. No, like real videos. Like I used to get videos from fucking Metal Blade Records and shit about, dude, you know, whatever. Yeah. So cool, man. From Roadrunner Records, from Earache so. Records. Wow. All these videos. Wow, man. That is and so, so cool. I would use these videos on my show and then, you know, to show my interviews. That's the thing. Like if these old episodes, it was like a real, Rob's was like a real show. Mm-hmm. It had credits. 
of videos, introduction. I gave my commentary, interviews, live. This more all videos. transition after you went to stuff, or is this while you're on public access? No, the and show carried is over to stuff. The show is always like that. Yeah, I mean, it always had those components in it. Yeah, but no, just when we moved to stuff, it was just a digital transformation. That's when we started going digital with everything we were doing. I didn't have to edit on big fucking VHS machines like this with a with an edit thing. No, we were doing it all on computer now. And that was a huge transition. It was scary, too. Yeah. And I remember we left TV in 2011. I had actually I had actually put Rob's down for about a year because I started I started working on my PhD and uh at the end of the one year, um, my marriage started falling apart. Okay. And yeah. so I, I was getting divorced, and I didn't go back to school. I didn't go back for, the, for, the, for another year. And so when that happened, one of my guys came up to me and said, Oh, so does that mean you're going to bring the show back? <laughs> and I said, I don't know, man. You know, just let the dust settle. Yeah. And then about... Probably about a... <clears throat> about another four or five months later, my f- a friend of mine and I were going to go to Chicago to see Alter Bridge at the House of Blues. Mm-hmm. We had bought tickets. We had the, you know, our flights. We had the hotel. We were just going to go and check them out in Chicago. And just for uh, fun, just just to go. Yeah, just as a just fucking uh, a, a weekend trip. Yeah, yeah. See yeah. Alter Bridge. A fan to go see a show. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, a metalhead going to watch some metal. Yeah, in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. I love Chicago. Bro. Catching up with the bud. Anyway, so that night, one night, he and that me and that guy, because we got our shit way in advance. Uh huh. And so me and that guy are in my studio. And we're drinking and hanging out, and he says, "Here, hey, huh? Here? Yeah, in San Antonio." That night of the the show? No, 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 no. Okay, because this, this is in Chicago. Okay, okay. No, not yet. We're not in Chicago. Okay, okay. Yet. I was like, what? No, no we, fucking. We, we, we had our tickets. That rock star you flew out the night of? Like, what <laughs> the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, goddamn. No, I'm good. Okay. So anyway, he says, Rob, do you still have your connections with Ultra Bridges publicists? Yeah. And I said, of course. Yeah, I think I do. And this guy, so. this you guy, said no, I'd be so mad right now. He said, "You don't, you don't keep track of that shit, dude." <laughs> like, if we're gonna be up there, we should just interview them. And I just sat there and thought, hmm. and I was like, "You're fucking right, bro. It would be cool." So I made it happen, and that was that interview How? of Mark Tremonti in Chicago. Was the first interview that I did when I came back out of re- out of my little hiatus? And how long was that gap? It was about a year and a half. That's pretty cool that so you did that. So let me ask you: so you half. didn't you didn't do anything um, Rob's Metalworks related in that year and a half, no, right? No. And that was your first get back into it. Yeah. Were you like? I don't want to say nervous because you're as well seasoned at that point. But was, were you? Was your always, was your kettle skillet? It your, was your iron you know, skillet rusty. Like were you rusty? No, I wasn't rusty. No, but I was very excited because absolutely. Like I told you earlier, Tremonti was one of my favorite guys. Right, and by that time, and by that time, he already knew me. Yeah, well, you, well, and see, one of the things you I think probably I was, left a, a, a lasting impression. Well, that one first of the things time. I was remiss. I think we got sidetracked. I was going to make much. a point earlier, but the point what it was 
is, you know, because Rob's has been doing it for so long, I already have relationships with a lot of these artists. Of course. They know Rob's, okay? They know me. They've met me before. They, you know, know, I'm just the guy supporting metal. Yeah. So a lot of times if the publicist will say, you know, Rob's Motors wants to resend it, be like, yeah, okay, yeah, for sure. And I've understood that truth on many levels, but one time I remember... um, I was in again. I was uh, going to interview Stapp. I had already interviewed Scott Stapp from Creed, the singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had already interviewed him, mm-hmm. and uh, so another record came out, and I was going to interview him again. And his wife solo shit. Yeah, his Not, solo yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love his solo you shit. You say another record? I, I've seen him. Yeah, yeah, solo stuff. I've seen him here. Yeah, doing yeah. That. yeah. His uh, wife emailed me. Very beautiful woman. Yeah, uh-huh. and uh, very accomplished woman. And she emailed. Me. She said, "Rob, um, yeah, we got the message about." The interview request. I'm going to go ahead and, and give it a thumbs up because Scott loves to interview with you. And I said, thank you. That's so cool, dude. Fucking A, dude. But dude, so that, I that did also comes. Scott Stapp and Creed, dude. I always have. I think everything comes full circle. Mark Not Chimonte, only the Tremonti story, like how, you, how, like then and now kind of thing, that, that, that moment we just talked about. Um, the Creed, like. Scott Stapp's wife or him saying that or whatever it all comes back to you being a, a, a real fucking what was the, one of the first things I said when this started is a puro sananto you know yeah. what I mean like like you're real bro like you're you like you don't like we smell our own kind like I just said earlier we smell our own kind you know what I mean like you're not you're not coming off flaky or fake or or <laughs> you're not an arrogant jerk, dude. Yeah, that's I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, dude. no, 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 no. What I was going to say not, before I started you know talking, I mean? it's like the fuck. most important thing is it, it shows that you're doing this because you want to and you love to, not because like you have to because oh, no. you're a reporter that's got on paid. that you got this assignment or this yeah, task exactly. or this. You that's know what true. I mean? That's very you know true. What I mean? Like you, you come off. That's very crazy as not just a fan because you said that oh they liked me because I was a fan not 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 just a fan but like you're you're real to the fucking scene and the industry and like you know what you're talking about and like these people like Stapp or Tremonti that's how it's supposed to be or almost anyone else you've probably interviewed have done a billion fucking interviews with the oh, people yeah, that yeah. don't, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it's not even just about, like, the same questions over and over, because that gets fucking old, too, and I'm not, and I get that. But, like... It's also the chemistry. We, we, we speak the same vocabulary, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. The, like, the chemistry, like, you're just saying, like... You have to have good like, chemistry. Like, we, 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 we speak the metal language, like, not, not me, we as in me and you, but, like, we, but uh, like the people you talk to, or the few that I've ha- I've had the chance to do with this podcast so far, or we like me and Greg, uh, the podcast so far is is like we speak that same language. You know yeah. what I mean? Like and like we're from that we we smell our own kind. Like I don't know more, what else to more, say about that. The more that, that you like, do it, the the more that you'll be able to refine what you're doing too. Oh, I've learned you know, that too. I've learned that for sure. And just from know, day one. Not just your, just not you and your work, um, but you know your tech and everything. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and get just getting better at what you do. Uh, no. Well, that's the idea. I mean, I look at some of my old stuff and I'm like, Jesus. That's the idea is to get better at what you do and to keep progressing, no matter what yeah, you're doing, sure. whether if it's your career, your fun, if you if you're fortunate to make your your fun, your career, yeah, uh, you, you whatever. Um, but that you get better. 
Hopefully. Sure, for sure. Hopefully. Hopefully. You Hopefully. I heard you were a teacher. I actually, um, well, I currently teach at Palo Alto. Okay. And I've been there for, oh, five years already, I think. I teach business there. But, uh, Greg, Greg's homie, uh, you. <laughs> Just tell them the story. Beat around the bush. What? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you you were a teacher of one of my my bass player's daughter, uh-huh. Jade Moreno. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, his daughter Jade. Yeah, she was John, like one, John's daughter. Yeah, yeah, John, John's yeah. daughter Jade. Yeah, she was a sweetheart, and yeah. she was a runner too. I remember she yeah. would run four hundred one ks or whatever, and and uh, she was one of my smartest kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fucking smart, bro. We were just talking and about this in, 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 before remember, we turned the mics. Me and Greg were talking about this in the room. Somebody brought her up recently too, and they said that she was working at a restaurant nearby or something like that. And I thought for sure that little girl was going to go to college. Mm. She yeah. definitely could have gone to school hey, somewhere. Man, shit happens. And I'm not saying that she won't go to college yeah, and yeah. do something different than a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. but sometimes. But yeah, I know that dude, John. Yeah. No knock to Jade. Like, keep doing what you're doing, Jade. Work that restaurant yeah. and keep making that money and yeah. keep, keep progressing in life. Don't matter. Yeah. Hey, it takes fucking time, dude. Everything. You know what I mean? I'm 36. I'm just now, I think, and I could be wrong because it's really like taking a, 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 a slowdown moment, but that's what happens. I'm 36, and I think I've finally found something that I really enjoy doing. For sure. And it's... It's the passion. If we'll talking the passion. fucking metal or talking rock. Dudes talk rock in this room in front of a microphone for some reason. Next time we interview, I want to tell you guys to get all your shit and y'all come to my studio. And we'll interview in the metalworks room. Dude, I'd love yeah, to. Man. I'd love to. You can do that. I'd love to. Yeah. It'd be fun. Fucking A if you only knew. For sure. It'd be fun, yeah. bro. So okay, be jamming some shit. We've been doing this for a while, and I, I don't need to like. I don't know. I don't know if you have time. I can edit this to whatever. But we've been recording got, got almost two minutes, hours. I was gonna say ten more minutes. I was gonna say. I got a couple questions. We haven't even finished the journey of Rob's Metalworks, but like, that's why we got to do part two. Exactly. Let's do part two. I so let's, exactly. we're not going to end it here, but I got to. Jay, I know Jason has a lot to Oh, I have. Dude, we, I, got, I could finish off in part six or whatever. I, I got a couple questions. Okay. Um, favorite and least favorite interview you've done, whether it be because of the person mm-hmm. or because of your own doings. I wouldn't ask that. I don't questions. care. Shut up. Uh, those aren't good ones. I, I, I got other questions, you prick. Favorite and least favorite interview you've done with an artist, whether it be like you, like, like I said, your doings or, or because of who they be who who they were versus who you maybe thought they were. Yeah, or worst, who, worst, you know, interview, worst interview would be uh, Doyle from okay. the Misfits. He's a fucking dick. I've heard a lot about that guy. Yeah, he's not. Is cool, he the big dude. muscle muscle guy? Yeah, he's yeah. not cool. I've heard a lot and, about that. You know, his publicist even told me when I when he wrote me to confirm. He goes, Rob. Uh, Please be sure to ask questions, open-ended questions. Oh, fuck you that, Because he's fuck not going to elaborate. He's just going to answer you. I mean, no, I shouldn't say that, but that's, that's okay. okay. But anyway, no, when, that's the, when, weird the, when the publicist is telling you that... When they give you directly what you say and nothing more, it's so well, tough He's just to telling me, on. like, be ready because this yeah. dude's going to fucking can be an asshole for you. That's what he's yeah. saying. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, let me tell you, I interviewed Glenn twice. The first time I interviewed him... Danzig. Glenn Dan- no, 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 it was the... Glenn was Doyle? Doyle, I'm sorry, I'm talking oh, about Oh, that's that. his name, is Glenn Doyle? Uh, his name is, is Doyle Van Frankenstein. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Doyle. When, you, when, you when I first interviewed Doyle, Doyle, not Glenn. Not Glenn. I'll Doyle, <laughs> um, 
we were on on a bus and it was at Fitzgerald's and we were do he were sitting in like at the booth he him against me like mm-hmm. there's like an interview and my camera guy was right over here and then the singer from the Doyle band is this guy named the fuck's his name I've interviewed him before he sings in a band called Cancer Slug I forgot his name anyway he was right Either there way. he was the just singer. Wa- the singer was watching the interview. And I could see that my interview with, with Doyle was going south fast. This was the first time. First was, interview. The very first. It was Damn. going down fast. And that that before that... I, like I you got a second date. I didn't, know, okay. I didn't know he was a dick. Yeah. <laughs> but I saw it going <laughs> south fast. And so I told that dude, hey, why don't you come on in and join in the interview? And he sat right next to Doyle. And then we finished the interview. And because I, to- I did that and got the singer involved... It the interview was okay. came out good. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Because it was, it was more or less... That guy came in and saved the day. Y- you, and Doyle did, was trying to... You went in thinking this is the interview with Doyle, but this, like, you kind of had to manipulate it to, like, the band. Well, I know I had to manipulate it to save the interview because... Right, right, but, like, working. so, like, halfway through, instead of saying this is with Doyle, it, it kind of clicked in your head, like... Yeah. They become like a, They're still a, in a band. band interview. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you kind of had to make that. It, yeah. I'm guessing. And then the second time I interviewed him was at the was at the Rock Box and uh, in an RV. And the interview went south quick. Damn, both bad. sucked. That one was horrible. That one was so bad that I never released it. Wow. I was didn't okay. release. I was so. I remember question. leaving, walking away, and you just answered my other question. Me. And my camera guy, and I was just, my chick kept saying, are you going to release that? I'm like, I don't think so. Damn. Yeah, yeah, he was horrible. He was horrible. And that Fa- was... Favorite interview? I love... Or favorite person, I guess, because you've done so many... To yeah. Who's to say your I love, favorite I love, one? Unless you I mean, I know we've one. talked about him a lot, but... I've, I've loved. I love to interview with Tremonti. Yeah. Let me tell you the thing about Mark Tremonti. He seems like such a fucking rad dude. Yeah, dude. Let me like he gets all the hate because of Creed, right? But uh, from what I've such ever a read, rad dude. But heard. anyone who knows that he's a fucking metalhead. They can hate all. Yeah, he's a metalhead. Shred. They don't. They don't. And hate, he's cool, really. bro. There's no denying his guitar work. Dude. No, I, no. I can tell you a whole lot about the dude and Miles Kennedy as well, dude. I can. Miles fucking, Kennedy is good too. I would. Love I don't him. like him like this guy does, but I appreciate the. Well, you know, see one thing too. This is thing like. Say if I had the opportunity to meet this gentleman, I there's something that I've seen at one time and I could totally relate. He was talking about one of his favorite songs ever, and it's uh, "Leave On" by Elton John, and he remembers it as a little boy, you know, um, in his in the station wagon with his mother and all this mm-hmm. great stuff. He's my age, our age, mm-hmm. and I've seen him perform it on acoustic and sing it, of course. Dude, the guy is like one of those gifted, just. And it, he seemed like an angel, dude. It's corny as it sounds. It's no doubt. He's no dude. He, he's a singer of Slash's band. Mm-hmm. The dude is yeah, like I like Miles Kennedy too, dude. Okay, oh, he's fucking killer. Yeah, bro. you know he was a dude. I've, interview, I've, so interview, I've interviewed, interviewed Miles Kennedy. You know yeah. he was in uh, Rockstar as well, right? Yeah, yeah. He was the dude that jumped up with Rockstar and well, the I'm band. Saying yes Mar- to both of you, but yes. Yeah, I mean, I, the, I've seen the interview with Miles Kennedy yeah. and I've seen yeah. Rockstar those, with those you. Those guys are prime time, <laughs> incredible musicians. <laughs> And I did have a, I have a friend of mine that did meet uh, Creed back in the day. He was a cook at the Marriott, and he served them um, uh, like dessert. And uh-huh. he went and hung out in their room. Uh-huh. Scott Stapp was not there, but Mark Monty and his yeah. friends were there. And he said they were the coolest dudes ever, man. Yeah. And the dude, and he's a bad motherfucker on guitar. 
So, anyway, and he's handsome too, right? He's very handsome. Very. Uh, he is a good. Let me let me let me, <laughs> tell, let me tell you a real quick March of Please, story. please. That that night when I went to Chicago to interview, we got there early. We I texted text man, the tour manager. And at the House of Blues in Chicago, their backstage area is upstairs. It's like in a fucking second floor. Oh, dude, that's okay. sweet. It's like a whole man. second floor. I mean, okay. literally. So yeah, the tour nice. manager takes us up there, and there's a lot of people in this room. It's like a party. <laughs> and so I look around, and sure enough, there's a cake, an Alter Bridge cake on the table. This was, yeah, Alter Bridge 3, I think. Okay. And there was gifts. And so anyway, I'm, I'm, we're standing there. And then Mark sees me, and he comes straight over. Dude, that is so cool, man. He comes yeah. straight over. He says, hey, Rob, what's up? I said, hey, man, you know, we're going to chat tonight. And he's like, yeah. So we're just there. He's standing in front of me. We're just talking. How you Dude, been, I got man? Bumps, man? That's cool, how's, man. How's the wife? How are the kids? blah de blah You know, how's the tour going? blah de blah Oh, I love this song. blah de blah Well, I'm talking to him, and he says, Rob, Hold on one second, okay? I'll be right back. I said, okay. So he leaves me standing there. Remember, we're in a room with a lot of people. Yeah. He leaves, and I see him. I, I watch him. And there's this old lady coming through, the, trying to get through all the people. So uh-huh. he goes over there. He grabs the old lady's arm, and he walks her across the room. He walks right by me, out the front door, and he's gone for a little bit, like five Fucking minutes. heart of gold. Then he comes I already, back. I don't even know where you're going, but a heart of he gold. He comes back with the old lady. Walks her back to where she was, and then comes back to me and starts talking to me again. Uh-huh. And I said, who's that? He goes, oh, that's my auntie. He goes, yeah, they, they're all, they have a lot of family that lives in Chicago. They're all here to see me. And I'm like, oh, man, that's cool. He goes, that's my auntie. And he, he fucking walked her to the restroom, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Heart so of gold, dude. Heart of gold. That he probably even gold. did more that he didn't even tell dude, you when he walked a, her to the restroom. I've heard a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's a great dude. He's a great human That's being. That's fucking beautiful, See, dude. And you know what I think? I, I've always said this about him, too. It's like, you know, he's a fucking millionaire, that dude. Okay? Yeah. For oh, sure. Yeah. Millionaire. Um, he He's leading the show, you know. He, they're making lots of money, whatever. Uh, he's famous, okay? Right. I mean, some people, you know, they they don't know how to handle a lot of what he already has. And they, you don't see that kind of, those acts of kindness, random acts of kindness. Because it was random. He, he saw her when we were talking. Well, it was random to you. Think about this. It was, it was random to me. you, but all he's doing is helping his auntie. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. All yeah. he's doing is like, hey, hey, hey hold on. Well, that would be like, and you don't, you don't know us because you just met us today. That would be like fucking... <laughs> we don't. I don't like to name names on the podcast. But it'd be like Aunt Janet fucking walking in, and uh, she's not in a walker, but if she was in a walker, it'd be like, hey, totally, hold, dude. hold on, dude, let me help hold, you. Like, yeah, hold on, real quick. Like, I don't, I don't care what you're talking about, real for a second. No, no offense to you or anyone else. No, just so let me go. Let me go help my family dude. for a second. Yeah. Right, so, right. so it was a random act of kindness for you, maybe. Yeah. But all he's doing is like. Also, he, he didn't you know see, what I mean? You got to think yeah. he he grew up with her, so this is like I don't know. Uh, well, I I don't know. I'm well, assuming. Well, see, yeah, I guess I'm assuming a bear, but you know what I mean. Well, see the thing with him though too. It's like say if, but I get what you're saying. Say if, say if I had the opportunity to meet um, Mark Tremonti, there's so much to talk about. Even um, me being a guitar player, he's been one of the coolest Paul Reed Smith guitars. He has his own signature guitar. 
The dude is bad. Want, you can't hate on the dude. It's we like, almost got his signature head. That's what I was saying in the story. I yeah, tried yeah, to yeah, almost got his signature head. Dude, that, the, his signature sure head. Crazy. Oh, dude. It, it's fucking beautiful. It is fucking. God. Dude, the dude is super cool, man. And then Miles Kennedy as well. I mean, yeah, dude. And okay. I've so, seen Creed as well. I said I had a few questions. You already answered the other one as far as like something okay. that didn't air. <laughs> um... We can finish I off use, in six. No, no, no. Six. I usually like to end the show with yeah, a couple absolutely. different things. So we're going to wrap it up. You, you the end of go part soon. one. Yeah. Yes. Oh, not even. Part one's not even Everyone <laughs> talks about their deserted island records. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's always a top three or five. And it's never answerable. And I like to ask this to everyone. And we can go around the room if we have time. If not, I don't give a fuck. At least you're the, you're the star of the show tonight. Um, I want to know two. And here's the thing, is these two records can change tomorrow if you want. I don't care. Like, I'm asking you on a fucking whim. It's all, it's a hard question to answer. Right now. Mm. Two of the greatest metal albums of all time. Nah, well, if they're the best of all <laughs> Bands time. Bands of all time, whichever No, no, no. You're, you're, we're all on deserted islands. We, we did this before, so I, I can kind of change the rules when there's multiple people. But we got to go around the room quick because you got to leave. Yeah. Um, we're all on deserted islands. We're in swimmable reach, but we only have two albums to choose. Heavy metal albums? Go. And we can go like swim to the other person's island and listen mm. if we want. But you only have two. So you can't choose what I choose. Well, fuck it if I want to, but um, I'm going to hear it if I swim to your island or you're going to hear it if you swim to the It's not going to benefit me to swim to your fucking well, island. Hey, wait That's a second. He has to go first. Maybe then. you should choose wisely, but <laughs> wisely, but you're going first. All right. So let's hear it. Two, two, I don't care if they're metal or not. Just okay. two albums. Yeah, uh, Danzig 6. Okay. Uh, Satan's Child is a great record. And then probably uh, Alter Bridge 3. Okay. That's badass. Dude. Jason? Uh, South of Heaven. Okay. And uh, Ride Lightning. Yeah. It's going super thrash. Greg? Well, I've had to. It, um. Greg might say the same <laughs> ones. I might say the same ones. I don't We always, like I said, these can change tomorrow if I was to ask mm-hmm. you again. Part two, now. they'll change. I'll end it again. Greg? Be Sempatura Roots and um, The Great Southern Trend Kill. Oh, yeah. 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 We're on a super metal kick today, well, so we're just doing it. It's, I'm gonna it's, throw it's Rob's metal works. I know, I know. I'm gonna throw a bit of a throw, like a, a change up, but maybe not. I don't know. Okay. Um, between the Barry and Me colors, and <laughs> ooh, I want to go super metal. So Greg already said trend kill. So if I was gonna swim to his island out here, trend kill. So let's go. Um, you already said Slayer. See, I'm thinking of this because that was the last one. Um, I didn't get the swim the island thing part, but I'll get it now. <laughs> yeah, I can swim to your island and listen to Slayer. I don't need yeah. to swim. I, don't I can need... swim, you know. Okay, go ahead. Okay, yeah, so it. between the Barrett and Me colors and Super Metal, Super Metal, I'm a younger guy, so it's going to be... God, see why this is so hard? Mm-hmm. Um, um... Okay, so I'm looking at the wall. So yeah, let's just say Converge Jane Doe. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm a little, I'm I, a little newer. Cool. I definitely wouldn't Converge swim with your Jane fucking Doe. island, oh, yeah. motherfucker. And well, you're my don't. brother. That's cool. I wouldn't, I wouldn't swim your I, island. I would send you, I would send you a message around. in a bottle. You don't have to. Uh, <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> All right. Well, the police? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I wouldn't play it. I would send oh, if you. If you had the police, no, 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 I would send you a message in a bottle. Okay, between the bear and me. Not the song. Yeah. I would literally send you a message. And in that bottle, my note would be. Pizza. I'd hate to say it. I think I'd have Just to go to hang out with Greg. 
I'd have to go hang out with Greg with That's his cool. Sepultura and Pantera. But no, I don't think I'd have to go, man. Hey, we're, we, South we're Heaven talk, and, and uh, this is the Rob's Metalworks edition. If yeah, another edition, yeah. I might say Rush. I might say Journey. I yeah, say but I, I think, Triumph. Oh yeah, Triumph. Triumph. I think I think I think my South of Heaven <laughs> and my uh, Ride the Lightning. Dude, I'll oh, be all right oh. for a while. Couple things before we finish because I'm about done. Part one. I hope we do part two. Okay. Um, part part half of one. I usually end it with the island question, and then I follow up and say, if you guys have made it this far in the fucking podcast, not this episode, but the show in general, fucking thank you from the bottom of our hearts. It's fucking fun. I'm enjoying doing this. I hope you enjoy hearing it. If not, fucking, I don't care. Whatever. Um, other than that, I want to say thank you for fucking showing up. Totally it's an man. honor to have you in this room, yep. this studio. I enjoy it thoroughly. It's been a fucking super pleasant conversation. Where can they find you, man? Oh, we all know where to find him, but where can they find Rob from Rob's Metalworks? Like, what's your tags and shit? You don't want to be bugged. Like, we're too not, much. We're, we got a website. You got, like, <laughs> I mean, it, fuck, man. If for somebody real. talking out. about fucking autographs, dude, don't bug him too much. If shit. somebody doesn't know who you are and they're listening to this podcast and like, that dude's fucking badass, I want to hear his show that they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Where will they find you? YouTube and on Facebook. And, Just and, do a and, search for Rob's Metalworks. Rob's Metalworks. With two Bs. Two Bs. Okay. Yeah. You'll see all our stuff, our archive. All right. Yeah, I got all from all eras of Rob's on YouTube. Or or you can go to his OnlyFans. Yeah, but the thing is that like what you see <laughs> what you see on YouTube, those are just the interviews. It's just that's uh-huh. that's how Rob's changed when we went online, is that you know, we couldn't show the videos. Because of the copyright, so all really there was was just the interview stuff and the live stuff that I shoot. Yeah, it's not an like an actual show like it used to be back in the day. Yeah, so that's what's on the OnlyFans. On the OnlyFans, I can release those episodes, and I guess the copyright laws don't apply. Well, because you because can fucking a, show your butthole on it's OnlyFans. A paid, if it's you a want. paid site. You yeah, know, you have and to pay. I, well, it's probably kind of like how ASCAP and BMI are. They they play, you know. Their service for their mm-hmm. service so that they can uh, allow to be. Will there ever be a tier on OnlyFans where someone can see your butthole? <laughs> see me what? Huh? See my what? Your butthole? No. No? Yeah. No? But they will see exclusive photos. I just watched this Netflix. I just watched this Netflix documentary about the, you know like, the most Dude. hated man in the world. And apparently like he was like a really big douche, but there was like this hashtag about no butthole, no care. So like I, I want to know like will anyone ever see your butthole on OnlyFans? No, you can't do that anymore. So if you, <laughs> what? Yeah, they took that. Yeah, they took that off. Oh, I gotta cancel all my subscriptions. Yeah, all your OnlyFans. Like, really? No, <laughs> I've never even. I've never even fucked with it. It happened that. recently. Really? Yeah. Like, well, I thought they. I, no, I think I know what you're talking about, but I think they reversed that because they realized how much money was lost. And well, they knew they were gonna lose money, but I mean. I don't think it's up to Anyways, them. Anyways, if to you them. don't want to see Rob's butthole or his dick, then go to his OnlyFans. Because <laughs> that's where you'll see the rest yeah, of you'll see some everything shit. else for his yeah. show. I'm putting up two episodes a month. Fuck. Yeah, so that's two hours. Those are two. But you got like 20, 30 years to put out. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could. I could and you have all years. that stuff cataloged? Mm-hmm. Even episode one? Mm-hmm. That's sick, dude. On VHS. That's so cool. That when you like, come you, over, I'll show it to you. Yes, sir. That's so cool that you thought about that then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I have this friend of like, mine. You thought about that then to save it for, for now. now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
for whatever was to come. But for now, well, that was the thing. It's like we never, we never really, I never really felt the need to do that because we were always just doing new work. We just never stopped. Well, because you didn't do a fucking uh, a re uh, uh, a rerun stopped. for seven years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Dude. So wow. some of those, like once I finish with the stuff TV era, which is from 2006 to 2009, then I'm gonna go back into the 90s and or the early 2000s first. Yeah. Like 2000 or 2005. That's fucking cool, bro. Yeah. You got anything you want to add before we cut this off? Nah, we're just about that, I, done. that I've had a cool time talking with you guys, and um, I hope we can do it again. Yes, Dude, sir. we will do it again, whether if we're here or over there where you're at. Whatever. I would love to do both. I love the cross-marketing there, man. That was cool. <laughs> no, no, no. no cross-marketing. <laughs> I want to pick your brains off mic another time about some some for tidbits sure. for maybe I can, for sure. can learn off of. When you come over, bring some Jack. There you go. Okay. Is that your choice? Uh, not, actually, not KD? I actually... No, not KD. <laughs> <laughs> I actually prefer vodka, too. Okay. Yeah. So so we, we have this thing, and, and, and um, it's it's totally unofficial, and I don't even know if it's a real drink or not. We kind of coined it ourselves, I think. I don't know. But everyone knows Mountain Dew, right? Yeah. Do you know why Mountain Dew was made? Why it was made? Why? Uh-uh. So the guy who made Mountain Dew made it to be a mixer with whiskey. Oh, yeah. Originally, the original formula for Mountain Dew was made to be a mixer with whiskey. Ah. I don't know where I heard this, but you can fucking... <laughs> Chicken Google it. Google it. Maybe it's a fucking fake website, so you drink and I keep reading it over and over. NASCAR juice. NASCAR juice. That's my drink, oh, dude. My God. I don't drink fucking drink. I don't drink. I don't drink drink. But when I do drink drink... It is uh, NASCAR juice, NASCAR or yes. or or hmm. some variant of. But if you want to know, like if you want to know the unofficial NASCAR good. juice, it's Kentucky Deluxe <laughs> with Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll do the Grand Prix next time on episode two. Yeah, I will bring you your drink of choice. But if there's an episode three. <laughs> I think I'll buy um, the Mountain Dew. We'll do we'll we'll, we'll do not only Black Tooth because tribute to Diamond right, and Vinny. Right. Oh, god damn it! We didn't even. Oh, hey, don't say those words. I don't care. I do. Can we close it out real quick? What's your thoughts on the Pantera? The, that's a, that's the, a good the, question. The, it, the reunion or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't like to call it a reunion. Well, see, and I don't the think thing. they're coining it that. That's the thing. It's like. Um, there were certain people in the I media. Saw a, I saw a rumor. It said it, it, they're on a flyer. It says the return of Pantera. Yeah, that's even worse. So it no, is. It's, no it's, how you, it's how you word it, it's dude. Good. If you're asking Charlie how and, care, and, and Zach worded best, but Charlie, I think if, worded best. If you, I know if, you got to go. I'm if sorry. You, um, we got to take some pictures before he leaves. Yes. If you, uh, you know, just look at what they're doing. So it's going to be Phil and Rex uh-huh. who are in Pantera. They still own Pantera. Uh-huh. Okay, they can do whatever well, they want with they Pantera. They do now, I guess. Yeah, they do. Well, well they, they all do. They always owned a portion of it. They always owned a portion of it. Right, okay. right, right. Okay, so it's like a stock. Because I know now it's yeah, gone it's to like the estates, which I understand. I understand. Which all they this. still get twenty five percent off. Right. Okay. Rita's obviously all estates have signed off. Yeah, obviously, somebody's getting some, somebody. I don't know, but somebody's getting dimes money and somebody's getting yeah. Vinny's money. Right. Wow. Okay. The es- right. Whatever they want to call it, the estate right. or. The, the the ante. The you, you are a professional by pointing it out that way. Yeah. So, <laughs> so 
if if they want to go out and okay, one I think one one of the things see too is that people have to just realize that Vinny Vinny I mean and, and Dime are, are dead. Yeah. They're not coming back. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, and, but yes. And it's a harsh way to put it, but at this point, like, how else can we say it? I mean, coming from a true, I, I true, think, real one, that was a good way to you say got, it. I Fuck think it. you got it. You know, everybody loves them. Yeah. Everybody remembers and loves the old Pantera. But it ain't never going to happen like that again. Never. No. Okay. If you word this as the, 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 these guys going out on tour under the Pantera banner, and they got the perfect guys. Oh, exact, exactly, dude. Zach they, is they perfect because he's, be well, he's been rumored forever. And, there, if, and that and was because buds, he was man. Dime's friend. Exactly. Right. If they there could, wasn't Zach, who and, would you choose? And there, who's you know going to pull mean? off Dime shit? Yeah. Right. If, they, if Zach. not Zach, who? No, exactly. But, yeah, but see, if they didn't. There couldn't be a better there, pick, There's a billion of people that are talented Charlie was friends with them, too. Oh, absolutely. With Which Don. one, I'm sorry? Charlie Bonanti. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, they got the Bro, perfect guys. Antex and Pantera went way back. Yeah, dude. So you know everybody's like, friends with Dime, dude. He's, I'm happy he's about the coolest the guy in the world. I am too. I, uh, I'm happy. Yeah. Rip it out. Are you going to go? Fuck yeah, I'm going to go. If, if they come to San Antonio or around, are you going to go? Fuck yeah. Are you going to try to talk to someone? Because I know you I don't got know. connects with It's Phil. really weird. One of the things that we didn't talk about, you know, is how the show changed after the pandemic. Dude. Because I don't I do not do remote. None of my workers are. None. Of, I've never done a Zoom interview in my life. We've done and three you know what? or Get four, this. but only because it's people that are like out the, of state. The like they live out of state. The publicist from Judas Priest told me, Rob, we can, we're not doing in persons. You know, just for security reasons mm. oh, yeah, and safety reasons. But we can do a Zoom. You want to do a Zoom? I said no. no. And I said no. I could have done a Zoom with Rob Halford, dude. You somebody. know why? And I told him no. I said that's not what I do. You know why? Because you're no, fucking man. puro Santo way. No, there's what, no, oh, exactly. Hold on. Okay, I got a couple other questions. Well, actually, I think that's all of well, them. Well, I have one, El, though. El, El Metal Metal. That's right. That's it, right? That's, yeah. That, that's you what you where, just you know described that, right there. You're you know fucking that, El Metal Metal. You know where that comes from, right? No, where? Yeah, in, in the Tex-Mex uh, culture, you know, a lot of, we're talking like, you know, laborers and yeah. workers, you know, um, who are primarily, you know, Spanish speakers. There's a, a slang word. And the slang word is el metal metal, like E L M E R O M E R O, and that is a reference. If if I said, "Oh, here comes Wade. He's el metal metal," that means <laughs> like he's the boss of all of us. Okay. He, he's the leader of whatever we're doing. Uh-huh. He's the boss. And I remember it's a true story. Like beyond el jefe, because I'm from. It's kind of like le jefe, yeah. It's, it's I'm from kitchen, a, so like it's like the same thing. Okay, it's like the same thing. Um. And what I did is I just changed the last M E R O to M E T A L. Metal, metal. Yeah, metal. He's the boss of metal. Metal. He's the boss of metal. That's the way. Dude. Yeah, yeah metal, metal. Yeah, metal. Well, yeah. From fucking my little peasant mind, <laughs> and in the rest of our bodies in, in oh, this God. room. <laughs> Thank we you, hail man. El Metal Metal. All right. Yeah, thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank, thank you. So thank much, you. Man. I appreciate the support. It's been an honor. Again, fucking, I got nothing but praise. Stay tuned for fucking part two and part three. Part two or three or four. And five, remember what whatever. I said about promoting. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I'm going to pick your brain. <laughs> homie, you got anything else with my, my, my homie Greg? No, it's been a pleasure, man. Thank oh, you, Rob. God damn it. You're welcome. Dude's out. Later.